0: we're here with our boy scott for episode scotty 42 scotty boy scotty boy and i are the only five and one teams in our fantasy league that oh. you anchor the bottom of and right? he has that the right? most
1: average qb in josh allen
0: oh yeah
2: <laughs> hey, josh allen is a great quarterback <laughs> rumor <laughs> but boys i uh, just wanted to say it's a pleasure to be here with you fine gentlemen uh excited to make my podcast debut Debut, uh, no You you made an appearance appearance earlier. First live debut. First live debut. Um,
0: In the studio, in person. In the
2: studio, and looking forward to talking some sports. Well,
0: the official friend of the pod. The lights are blinding.
1: Yeah, you're going to kick off this series, though. We're going to do a Friends of the Pod, like start doing that. So just like. More like you know, have a friend of a pot on like every month and and some reoccurring. Including. Yeah, so you
0: actually committed to a lot of episodes. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'm go so at any, least
1: like once every six months. Anytime like very... you
2: guys want me, I'll be here. Yeah, I love
0: appreciate that. it. We love it. Because <laughs> there's what? another task. What yeah. were you about to ask? What
2: episode?
1: Yeah, but go ahead. Just... Forty
0: two, which was my number in high school. Jack Robinson was forty two. Yeah, also me. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> anyway, big hockey guy, which is other tall tasks for Ooh. you. You yes. are. I'm You're trying to get into hockey. hockey. Guy yeah, we'll yep. get into this later because we got a segment that you're leading us about hockey. But yeah, are you ready to inspire me? To I am. I on am. You?
2: Hockey's in full effect, Let's full go. force. I'm um, ready to talk some hockey with y'all.
1: I'm That's actually fun. supposed to go to my first hockey game this year.
2: Yeah, what game? No. Caps game. Wait, it's supposed to be playing? later.
1: I don't know. Supposed to be later in the year. It's with a vendor. They got like a um, a suite for a couple couple games, and I was like, Ooh, completely signed me sweet. Out. Yeah. Nice. So hopefully. Hopefully, we'll see a Caps game. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can't hide money. Hopefully, it's a good game. Oh, it's not my money. It's not (laughs) not my money. (laughs) It's Ben X's money right here. Tough
2: tough start for the Caps. Yeah, tough
0: start.
2: Tough Uh, tough
3: start.
0: We got a great episode, though. Yeah, we do. We've got, coming up on this episode, we're going to get into a lot of football. Yeah, A lot of NFL week six. Holding a football, a little fidget toy. Uh, We got some debate topics along with it. We're going to save those. Well, Mm -hmm. actually, if you're watching the video, you're going to see them on the side. But if you're listening, you're going to find out later. MLB postseason. Yep and then uh, Scott, like I said, is getting us into hockey. Chell update. Chell update. I, I, and I
1: mentioned your do you like?
0: What do you think about him calling it Chell? I love
3: it. Yeah. Hey, I mean, hey, I, I know you're not big on
2: it,
0: but I also call it Chell. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> well, I got it from I, Scott. Well, I, call, I love it. <laughs> I call the video game Chell. I don't say it about hockey in general, okay. but uh, I think that's kind of where Christian got it from. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so he got it from you. So now <laughs> I actually I, like I it. I like the term Chell. Yeah. I'm a big fan it's of it now. Big Chell guy. Chell. Yeah. It's, it's so fun. Like, yeah, I'm
0: playing Chell. Oh. I'm just thinking, sorry, I'm thinking about the rundown, the week rundown. And for all <laughs> you sick freaks out there that love people's misery, you're just going to have an, a wonderful time listening to me recap my week.
1: I'm going to have a wonderful time. Because
0: you're one of the sick freaks out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the best part of my sports week in general was that I had the worst golf round that I've had in years and stopped keeping score after 11 holes. That's the best part of my Ooh, week. Where'd you play? Uh, Willow. Uh, okay. great time. Sounds like my... I mean, I'm, not, I'm gonna figure out how to take lessons. Sounds like soon. my
2: typical round.
0: <laughs> typical <laughs> round. It was it was a good time. I was hitting it right, left, short, oh, some Army long, golf. left, right. <laughs> but anyway, so then I empathize a lot with you because I was hard on the Bruins. I was like, I think you are gonna lose in the playoffs. And then Team of Destiny, Braves
2: lost. Oh yeah. Oh,
0: go down to your stupid Phillies, Dude, which how? is so.
1: How good did Bryce Harper look, though? We Don't, have
0: to. We have to. I mean, we. He's, he's reaching Voldemort status, where he's like the name that we can't mention on this podcast, except yeah. for you're just obsessed with him. He's my so
1: favorite. It, he's my favorite player.
0: It's miserable. So then the start of the week, the team that I loved and watched almost every game or followed every game loses to this bandwagon guy's team, mm-hmm. which was tough. Then I think it's getting a little bit better at a wedding, trying to follow the South Carolina, Florida game. They're up. South Carolina's up 10 points with five minutes left. Mm. And decides to blow it. Then I realized now I'm an official 49ers fan because I was miserable when they lost. I was like, that's the sign that you're a fan now when it ruins your weekend. Like yeah. you don't know on the mountaintop that you're a fan. But when the Valley comes, even if it's just a loss and you're miserable, that's how you know you're an official fan. But then <laughs> I, we'll, we'll get into that game later. So it's just it was just hit after hit after hit miserable week mm-hmm. and you lost to me in picks and I lost you in picks yeah. one one of the two games in fantasy one of the two so, leagues.
1: I think that's why you were so sad about the 49ers is because you had two picks on a 49ers game you
0: had the and the field goal would have hit the over it would have either yeah. one of the field goals, you had the which, over
1: and you had the
2: 49ers covering the spread and both of them
0: oh man it did definitely added didn't to hit it. baby yeah it's, not it's to definitely
2: mention. tough to hit on the spread and the uh the over under
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but he's yeah. a 49ers fan
2: so, there you go.
0: Yeah, and then my classmate goes down. Mac goes down. Yeah. We'll get in that. But then the worst part about South Carolina, so the defense is just gone this year. It's miserable. They score, and then we can't run the ball all year. And then we try to churn out the clock and start mm-hmm. playing and not lose. So immediately give the ball right back to them where they drive down and score. And then it's just like.
1: Spencer rattler has been playing pretty well, though.
0: Yeah, he has like his picks. If you look at his stat line, have really come in situations where he has to just sling it just for the most it. part yeah, so it's yeah. like a little bit misleading like i think he's playing even better in his stat line but
1: i love just... when we do an intro
0: and, and you're upset
2: yeah because you're one of the sick freaks <laughs> sick pup gotta put him down
0: yeah mm. <laughs> Uh, I can't Like, wait. I'm sad now talking about it. Like, I don't know if you've yeah. seen my demeanor change.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about Sometimes it. Sometimes me and Joe will text during games, and if I say something like Bryce Harper's the best, he just ignores me. Well, that's the worst part. For you like invited yourself like, over
0: to watch the game in my house. I <laughs> did it. Immediately, I was like, yeah, but fine, but you can't say anything. First batter's is Acuna up, and you're like, dude, Acuna hasn't done anything this series. Why hasn't he done anything? I'm like, I know, Christian. Stop <laughs> talking
3: to me.
1: Look, man, when the lights shine the brightest, <laughs>
0: who comes out? You know, who comes out. It's a broken system. we yeah, well, though.
1: whole other conversation.
0: I'm, I hate this. Anyway, talk about teams not trying to lose or trying to not lose and then losing because that's what they're trying yeah, not to so do. Yeah, I'm
1: so sick of in the NFL. Like, for example, the 49ers, right? And I get you're saying it's 41 yards. He should make it. But this is a rookie kicker, right? Which is drafted. The highest kicker's ever been drafted, right? Mm-hmm. Third round. And it's raining. <laughs> like... And so, like, it's raining. You have a rookie kicker, game on the line, undefeated season. And instead of, you know, trying to get 10, 15 more yards, make it easier on the kid, you just stuff in a line twice, mm-hmm. right? And then it's, it's a 41 yard field goal, and he blocks it right,
0: playing not to lose. Yeah. I mean, I will say it was interesting in the game, Shanahan, where he was like aggressive the time before, where he should have just run the ball. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when the. Well, actually, I want to save getting into that game for when we're talking about NFL. Okay, But it's ridiculous.
1: Well, I was actually talking about that on Sunday night when I was like, well, the Jets are just going to come back and kick a field goal, right? But Jalen Hurts also threw a pick. So there's only so much you can do. And by the way, it was third down with the pick and they just rushed in the line both times. Third and 10, he has to try to make something Mm -hmm. happen and win the game. And it's like, why don't you just do your normal game plan and get a first down and then the game's freaking over. Like, play to win. Don't play to, like,
0: stuff in a line twice, third and ten. And it gets a good Jets defense. It's just kind of, like, a ridiculous win. Like, what if you look at what it took to win all game, it was being aggressive. And then, like, it was— Or not even fully aggressive. It was just, like, your play style that was winning. Then all of a sudden you're like, well, I've got the lead. Let's flip it. Like, it happens a little bit on defenses in two-minute drill. Where they're just, like, super way prevent— no press at all. And then they're just giving up like 10, 15 yards at a time. Every time. Chunk of yards, chunk of yards, so on. It's just like. How
1: many times have you seen that though through the NFL where it's like the, the they have a minute left, no timeouts, and they just need a field goal and the defense is playing to get the other end zone. And you're like, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? And then they keep yeah. field goal and game's over. <laughs> and like, and, and like all I right.
0: get that the offense is a little bit different. Like, everyone practices their two minutes, they've got their like rehearsed plays. Yeah. And I get yeah, yeah. that it's going to be a little bit more effective. But the whole like flip of scheme is. But sometimes you go through these two trails, and people have like 10 yards of
1: space. It's like not even even close. That's what I don't get. Yeah. So I say if you play to lose, you deserve to lose. Goodell should just come down and say loss. It's 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 what we talked about (laughs) with Texas
0: and Oklahoma. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Another great example. It it just doesn't work out well. No. In this analytic world, I'd love to see the stats on that.
1: Yeah. It's probably like kind of like the analytics. Joe, what is it? 88% chance he makes that field goal? Yeah. Like, analytic-wise, like, in a normal NFL game. But you take into consideration, rook, kicker, you know, all the pressure situation and in the rain. They, I think that goes below 50 if mm-hmm. you take those three into consideration.
0: I don't know if below, but even let's just Close. say 50. Yeah. If it is 50, that's – do you think you can get seven yards if that bumps it up to, like, 75%? Oh, you know what I think what I mean? if like, they would
1: have got another first down and made a 31-yarder, I think it goes up to 90-plus. I don't think they – I mean, they, every once in a while, a kicker will miss a 30-yarder, but
0: – That's what's interesting about like, trying to figure out. But I guess we'll get in. You keep wanting to go there, so before that, I do. Iceman inspire us because I'm feeling miserable right now.
4: What's up, everybody? This week's Unsung Hero comes to us again from the club, Michigan. It's where the stories are, and so I'm going to grab them, all right? We're talking about, in particular, a 15-year-old sophomore defensive tackle named Eric Kilburn Jr. Eric is your typical sophomore in high school trying to do all the normal things, except one little tiny detail. Eric is six foot ten and wears a size twenty three tennis shoe. Wow, yeah, it's a big Big old boy. boy. Eric has been a defensive tackle for his football team, and he's, and I quote, looking into basketball. But your coach is coming (laughs) for you. But Eric ran into something kind of unique in the fact that he wears a size twenty three shoe. Yeah, the average Joe wears a ten and a half. But the truth of the matter is that once you get to a certain size, you have to get them custom made. You have to go to a special orthotics place that measures out your foot. Might even take a mold and then they'll make you your shoes. Well, for the average bear, that's $1,500 a pair. And so next time you think your Jordans (laughs) cost too much, remember that. But so Eric's mom goes through all the checks she can, but realizes, hey, money's gonna be tight. So we need to start a GoFundMe. Well, two people found the GoFundMe. One, the Today Show, who put it out on their social media, put it out on their show. And two, the important one, Shaquille O'Neal is this week's unsung hero because what he does next. What a stud. He reaches out to Eric, strictly in the comments of his Instagram post, and says, I got you. And so Shaq <laughs> sends him five custom pairs that he had made for himself, but he wears a size 22. And so the 22s are a little small. To which Shaq goes, Hey, so but like don't worry, people, I'm going right. to hook you up with a custom person to send you to, take care of it all. And Under Armour and Puma at that point go, hey, we got you too. We'll get you some custom cleats and shoes as well. So Under Armour and Puma jump in and start getting it together. Well, all during this time, the GoFundMe starts gathering more and more traction to the point that they raise a little bit over $25,000. And Eric's family gets to use this money now to help take care of custom clothing, custom shoes, and all the other customizable sports gear that Eric's going to need as a 6'10 athlete and high schooler. So just another reminder, there's good people out there wanting to help each other. Shaq remembers when he was growing up with a massive foot and uh, trying to find a pair of shoes just to play a little ball. And now he gets to pay it forward to Eric and his family. So here's to you, Big Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> Superman, you're this week's unsung hero. Yeah. Well that's, done. That's awesome. Well done. I just
0: tugs I, on the heartstrings That got me there. fired up, right? I mean... I will say I never thought before right now about of, people that just have skis. For it's like feet. the
1: size of like a baby alligator. Like, think about it.
0: It's like, what do you, th- what's. Well, if mine's a 12 and it's like almost double this, right? I think it's this. <laughs> <But>
2: like, <laughs> I think I it's like those, this those size, those
0: big <laughs> clown shoes. <yeah. laughs> it was like the size of the fish that I caught, but <laughs> yeah. 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 But have like, you ever yeah, seen an alligator? I've know, never like 6 months, months old. one. <laughs> somewhere between actually, no, it's not quite six months old. It's like somewhere between like three and a half and four and a half yeah, months yeah. old. But I never if thought a about. If it's already in Gator, <laughs> I never thought about how tough it would actually be if you just had like a big foot like that. Yeah, it's not like you go to a Ross and you find a bunch there. Fifteen hundred dollars. Right.
1: You know what they say about big shoes?
0: Big socks. Big socks.
1: <laughs> you must have to get some <laughs> some comfort socks. I
0: mean, some custom made socks here. Maybe they took a T-shirt, sew <laughs> up <to> like, <laughs> the like the neck hole, gets sewed up. They actually tie with the sleeves to keep it on. Yeah, something like <laughs> that. He like, like buys that.
1: children's small clothes, and they're like, um, "Sir, what are you doing with this?" He's like, "Oh, these are my socks."
0: We <laughs> <laughs> just buy it for material, custom yeah. make them.
1: That's nuts, though. I wish yeah. I had a bigger foot. I got a smaller one.
0: Nice. <laughs> oh, NFL oh. Week Six. Start off Thursday night. Oh, wow. Let's run through some games. We don't have to go through all of them, but I can the Chiefs if- look good for once? One touchdown in that game was yeah. wild. A lot of field goals.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they have not looked like the Chiefs. Of the, I mean, no team like the, well, 49ers look pretty good, but the Eagles and Chiefs both have not looked like their selves of last year yet.
0: I mean, it was a ugly-looking game. The Chiefs were in the red zone so much to score one touchdown. That was the part that got me the most. Mm-hmm. I think Patrick Mahomes ended up with 300 yards passing with this one touchdown.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's...
1: Well, the Broncos have the best, you know, defense in football. So. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what rumor stink. has. It. Yeah. Rumor Poor has Andrew.
0: it. Poor Andrew. Andrew. God. He's a Broncos stink. guy. Yeah, he's a he's a big Broncos dude. But I mean, I feel like the Chiefs try to get too creative sometimes in the red zone.
2: Yeah, no, that's fair.
0: Where they like unleash dancey yeah. Patrick Mahomes to run around and like do circles. But if they're anyone like, it works.
2: works, if anyone can do it, it's Patrick Mahomes. But yeah.
0: I just don't know if they need to do it sometimes.
2: Right. No, just play normal football. Like he's yeah. he's a
0: great athlete. Sometimes
1: yeah. they have like, you know, the running back be a horse and Patrick Mahomes hops on the horse and then throws the ball and it's some interesting things they do.
0: I hate to say it, but they're almost looking like the Cowboys in the red zone this year. Mm. Just throwing that out there. Let people get mad at me. Then move on to the London game. And you love
1: London games.
0: I love London games. They're ridiculous. This one was incredibly boring. Yeah. It was, one, the the Ravens don't know how to finish a game and be a good team that Correct. way. Correct. Two, what were the Titans doing Like the entire first half?
1: You barely even could remember them.
0: Ridiculous. Third point that I would say with all of it is, I get that we're in a soccer stadium, but like, are we just trying to kick field goals to make them happy? Yeah. Just field.
1: Well, football, the fan, you know, yeah, the the fans football, out there they're like, love the field. Yeah. Goals. Roger Goodell's
0: <laughs> Roger Goodell's like radio and is like, we're trying to build an audience over here across right. the pond. So like, can you kick a little bit more field? Yeah. Goals?
1: More more feet action. He's a more, big foot guy. <laughs> dude, he's
0: got a thing for feet. Yeah. So I thought this was interesting. I was like, there's got to be a lot of field goals. So I just looked it up and uh, there were 73 field goals. This weekend, or like a, from Thursday to Monday. Okay. Wow. I this, think what's a normal? Oh, wow. I think an average is like 55. Wow. There were a ton of field a goals. A ton this of field weekend. goals, right? And a couple missed ones. And a lot oh, of right missed now. ones. Which, so then making this, this is before Monday's game. Uh, we're recording Tuesday night, but, but I looked this up before. Um, in fantasy, kickers averaged 8.2 points and quarterback or starting quarterbacks averaged 11.3. Wow. That's and incredible. 13 kickers outscore their starting quarterbacks.
2: That's fantasy. actually I, nuts.
0: I, I believe it, though. Yeah. I had Harrison Butker. Same. <laughs> same. I had Harrison Butker and Patrick Mahomes on a team, and Patrick Mahomes didn't play bad. Like, he was one of the top probably, like, probably 15 points, six right? quarterbacks, 17 and change. 17, okay. And Harrison Butker got 18, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. 18.
1: Wow. So, it That's the question,
0: enough. are field goal kickers
1: underrated? Right? Call in, Iceman. Underpaid. Underpaid, underrated.
0: I mean, they should be starting, like, number one overall pick, the Carolina Panthers select. (laughs) Honestly, the Panthers, if anyone, should select a kicker.
1: um, The Panthers would select a kicker in the first round. (laughs) Well, what if
0: this was all a setup and Iceman just walks through the door right now and sat down and is like, let's
1: go kicker." Yeah. Or or the other side of the argument, should kicking be banned? Should it just be, like, all four downs? (laughs) Good luck. No field goals? No field no goals. No extra points? No
0: extra points. What's the guy from Kirby Your Enthusiasm, uh, like the older dude? Do you know what I'm talking about?
3: Mm-mm. I, I saw well. a
0: video of him on TikTok where he's like, kicking is ridiculous. They should just have like frogs leaping to decide games at that point. <laughs> like, let's find someone who has a completely different skill than the rest of the football and we're deciding games with
1: that. That's actually pretty funny how it came to fruition. Like, think about it. <laughs> They're just like, all right, you, we're going to score in this touchdown. And then if we don't get there, though... Can someone kick this thing? Like <laughs> let's
2: get some points on
0: the board yeah. at least. Either that or they were like, we call it football. Everyone's like, soccer should be called football yeah. in America because they kick it, so we gotta start kicking. That's the only other yeah. like yeah. explanation.
1: And they put a U in there in soccer, which is Football. It's just weird. Like anytime you use a U Do they do they spell weird. foot
0: F U T over there?
1: Hmm, good question. I know they spell fish and chips the normal way.
0: <laughs> of course you do. Know <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it's it's not even chips, it's French fries. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What's it's unbelievable. going on? Hamburgers from
1: Germany. I <laughs> mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> from Hamburg. Some bratwurst. Yeah. <laughs> I note, Funny story. I was in. I had like a one day layover in Frankfurt, Germany, and I was with a buddy that was asked. We were with like these locals that we met, just hung out with them all day, and probably for eight hours. Not even kidding. He's like, "So do you know where I can get like some good bratwurst or anything?" They're like, "No." They're like, they don't know English, but not super well. At the end of the day, we were like sitting down, and he's like, "So no place to get bratwurst?" And they're like.
3: Oh, Bratwurst. verse <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy.
0: It was like, oh, wow. So that different. But he had to have That asked. was such a good accent, actually. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was accent. Ax- Are you German? Uh, maybe. Wow. Well, well, maybe that's partially. Good stuff. I'm not kidding, though. He, I think he asked at least 15 times before. <laughs> Does I don't it know make is that, that big of a difference over maybe there? Maybe just... like, it was in conversation they didn't pick up, but I was like, what?
3: It was I mean, that's
1: kind of like someone saying something weird and, you know. In American terms, like shoe, if someone goes show as, you're like, show as. When he, and someone comes up, I need show as. It'd be yeah. like someone saying football instead show of football. show as. Yeah. What do you mean show as? Oh, it's like, oh, shoes. I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway. other upsetting things, all the upsets. Yeah. Browns going down to the 40, or 49ers going down to the Browns, 1917. The thing, this is what I was saving earlier in the intro. What makes me extra upset on top of everything with this was Brock Purdy did not play well. Worst game, and obviously it's a regular season start, uh, first regular season start that he lost. Uh, But he drove down the field. Like, he did what needed to be done to set his team up, step up in the moment to kick a field goal. He did the exact same thing whether the field goal was made or missed. But, like, if it was made, everyone would be like, yeah, Brock Purdy, he stepped up when he needed to. Didn't play a great game. But because he missed it, You know what I mean? Like, that just kind of sucks.
1: Well, it also adds, like, you know that big statistic they always do in the fourth quarter? It's, like, Mm -hmm. game-winning drives for QBs. Mm -hmm. A lot of that, like, Peyton Manning, for example, has so many, because Adam Benatera would make, like, 100-yard field goals. Yeah. Right? He would just have to complete one pass, and it's like, there you go.
0: Yeah, and and this was a game-winning drive. Yeah, and that that
1: doesn't go down, you know. And that kind of hurts the QB stats,
0: because he's like, you know, whatever. Also, just tough game in general. Like, in the rain, against the Browns' defense... Fun fact, they've been averaging 200 yards a game that they've allowed. Mm. That's insane. Total? Well, 1,000 for the season through five games. No, so, I'm saying like yeah, passing, passing, rushing. Yeah. Insane. Wow. Uh, wow. Then So like in the rain, against a great defense, Trent Williams goes down early, comes back, that. but like yeah. he's not feeling good, and then losing Debo and CMC, so like all in all, yeah. a tough game and just still be in position to potentially win at the end. Should have won at the wrong.
1: end, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I just think if they would have completed a couple more passes, chipped a 30-yard in. Yeah, you know, But what it could have showed up, yeah. right? That's why I'm not coaching the 49ers.
0: I'm saying right now, not the end of the world. It felt like the end of the world right. on Sunday after now, everything had gone wrong.
1: I'm going to be a little dramatic here, though. I think mm. the Eagles, it could be the, not the end of the world, but Hertz A, did not look good. I forgot the stat. When when they blitz more than 40% of the time,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Hertz has a losing record in the NFL when the team does. Oh. When they don't, he's like 25-5 and five or like something like that. But I think teams are slowly but surely figuring out, like, hey, if we blitz hurts, mm-hmm. like some some things. Like he made some decisions. I'm like, what are we doing here?
0: I mean, like, I think this was his last year's season total in interceptions. Is that right? Do you know he's that? got
1: he's got seven 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 already? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's got seven TDs and seven picks. By the way.
5: Like excluding rushing, though. He has five rushing, Kurt, has yeah, five yeah. rushing Seven, TDs, yeah.
1: so it's 12 total,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is still less than our—I'll go on a quarterback rant later— than our board, Kirk
0: Cousins. But,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah. You
0: mean Kirk Cochains?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, I don't know, man. The, the Eagles make me nervous. They also lost, obviously, a couple people in the offseason on the defense. Yes. But they also, in that game, were lost. missing Darius Slay, and they were missing Jalen Carter, which are two of their top mm-hmm. defensive weapons— so I think left s- tackle, right?
0: Or is it right? Ta-
1: one of the tackles. So I'm not sounding off on the Eagles, but, but the only thing that makes me nervous about the game is the way Hertz performed. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Question for Scott. Is he looking for a new team now? Me? No, Christian. Oh, Christian. You think he's looking for a new NFL is team at this point? Looking for an out? Yeah. Like,
2: uh, I think no, he might I, be
0: a Browns fan now. Cowboys <laughs> look good. <I> mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just messing.
2: Uh, yeah. No. You watched you watched the Jets Eagles game. I did. Yep. Yep. Um, Eagles looked awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, losing to Zach Wilson. I mean, the, Zach Wilson has looked a lot better the last couple of weeks. Yes. Yes, that's true. Um, but yeah, I was definitely on the Eagles this weekend. Uh, that one hurt. <laughs> yeah, I had the Eagles minus seven. Yeah. And then obviously didn't happen. <laughs> uh Yeah. Eagles don't look great. Well, also the tough
1: part is the Eagles defense didn't force one turnover. Which yeah. against the Jets and Zach Wilson, like you yeah. got at least either whether it's a fumble or pick, like which
0: also makes you know kind of makes me nervous about the Eagles' defense. Eagles' defense this year is what I'd be more nervous about. Correct. Jets have a great defense. Like, they do. Let's Top be honest three. too.
1: Also the Browns. I think the Jets and the oh. Browns. And the 49ers make up the top three.
0: I think the Browns are probably the best defense. Jets, though, we're forgetting that with Aaron Rodgers, we're like, they're an incredible team. It's just a substitution of Zach Wilson for Aaron Rodgers. And so, like, yeah, one, they're cursed, so that sucks for them. But outside of that, like...
1: I don't know, man,
0: I'm... No, I mean they're still cursed. They've had a couple good <laughs>
1: They've had a couple good bounces. What if they're like 6 and 6? What if they're a playoff and team? And Aaron Rodgers comes back and they're like yeah, 6 and he 6. he was throwing the
2: ball, right? Dude, he was throwing the ball last year. Yeah. Week. Well, there yeah, there's uh rumors that he's going to be back uh for playoffs if they make it.
0: That's crazy. Wow. That's yeah,
2: what I, I mean, how, he's saying but, that that he's coming back. I don't know I how. think
0: he
1: could be back. This is crazy. I think he could be back earlier. Mm. I think he could be back if it's close like the last like 2 or 3 games of the season. Dang. I think he's coming I because the same procedure he got is one a lot of soccer stars get, like, football mm-hmm. stars wow. get across, like, Boot. overseas. And apparently their timetable is, like, six months. Wow.
2: Some last, which is nuts. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, six months, I would put you in, what, January? Yeah. So, put you in
1: playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But if he's playing football already and they're close, like, say they're, like, you know, six and six. Yeah or really seven, seven and six, seven and seven. That might be in Seven and seven, you bring them back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Switching back to the game itself, when the Jets scored their touchdown, the commentators were talking about how the Jets should have gone down because the Eagles were letting them score. And it's like, the Eagles, you got to let them score at that point. Like You 100%. have nothing else you can do. The Jets though, you haven't scored all game a touchdown. Like what makes you think then that you can start churning the clock? I'm like, at that point, I think you got to take the touchdown, right? No.
1: I thought that was by far the wrong call. And the reason is, is like in in a normal world, I really believe Jalen Hurts would have come back, right? And scored a touchdown there. But if you, you know, if you can kneel it or you can run it in and they have like 40 seconds with no timeouts to go the whole field to
0: kick a field goal, I would almost rather have that than give Hurts two minutes and two timeouts. But it's like, who do you trust more as the Jets right now? I think that's where it's like your defense has been shut down. They've gotten three turnovers. They've been like putting you time and time again in the red zone, and the offense hasn't been able to score. Yeah, at that point.
1: I mean, if I'm playing Madden, I'm scoring based on right. Well, I'm like,
0: (laughs) if I was a defense, I'd be like, bro, we've got you. Like, you (laughs) get in the end zone. I don't know. Maybe like statistically for other teams, I get with what you're saying. Like you go down, turn more clock. But I'm like, for the Jets, I feel like you.
1: Yeah, but you could also make that argument on the, on the other side where it's like if you have 40 seconds and they have to go 40 yards, mm-hmm. right, with no timeouts. Like you can also make that yeah, argument, right? That. Yeah. Where it's like, yes, they have a great defense, but also they have a great defense. So, like, run the clock out as much as possible and then give them as little time as possible.
0: But then what if you, like, miss a couple times, then you're kicking a field goal and you miss the field goal?
1: Yeah. Well, it's not a 41 yarder. So I think they're. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, you're acting what? like it's a 60-something yarder <laughs> for a kicker. But they were like on the 8. It would,
1: have been a t- it would have been less than an extra point. I, I feel pretty confident a
0: 25-yarder. Ex- yeah. I mean, you know? Extra points aren't given anymore, which is insane. No, but
1: it's 10 yards closer than an extra point that would have been. Yeah. All
0: right, quick hit, some other games. Dolphins, Panthers. I thought this was Bryce Young's best quarter, first quarter so far. By far. Also, the Dolphins—they're like down. What was? Because Carolina went up fourteen nothing. Fourteen nothing. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, we're good. We're still going to cover oh, yeah. this ridiculous spread. I
2: hammered the Dolphins when they went down fourteen. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh yeah. Money line. Uh, spread minus. <laughs> yeah. I think I got, I got a six and a half. Minus six and a half. Uh huh. I mean, they won by what twenty one? Yeah. Wow. Good but that's call. the point. It's like they're gonna. Yeah, I wasn't worried at all. <laughs> Well (laughs) nor should you have been. (laughs) On the bright side, it's a Panthers
1: fan. Um, the offensive coordinator, and I'm blanking on his name right now for the Panthers, but it's gonna call the plays from now on.
0: I saw instead of Frank Reich. Instead of
1: Frank Reich, which thank God, dude, I hate Frank Reich as a like he seems like a good guy. I just think for the Panthers organization, he's the most average head coach you could
0: possibly Possibly have. Plus, you wanted Steve Wilkes. I wanted and
1: I wanted Steve Wilkes, and I think the owner's way too involved. So there's too many hands that aren't good (laughs) like in the pie. (laughs) So like our our offensive coordinator I think is thirty four. And he's like one of the most like you know up and coming prominent young coaches in the NFL. I'm like, please. <laughs> so anyway, they're gonna give it. They have a bye this week, and then they're gonna they're gonna give him the reins. Good and time and to the Bengals was key, man, beating the Seahawks. That was a pivotal game. Yeah, that was a big game for them. Yeah, it was. Uh, they had a great Three.
0: first. Qu- it was quarter right when they scored most, and then it was average, but still they got the job done. Seahawks are good. Like they're a good team. I think so too. Um, Texans though beating the Saints twenty to thirteen. We'll get into this in power rankings, uh, but I was talking about how the Texans were garbage earlier this year, and I'm wrong. D'Amico Ryan, I loved him at the 49ers, as a defensive coordinator. He's a great coach. Yeah, They've got a lot of weapons. They're not like a top-tier team by any means, but I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll shock the world and make the playoffs.
2: Yeah. in you know? uh, the, the Saints, they are awful in the red yes. zone. They are so bad in the red zone. I mean, the amount of times they were in the red zone and just couldn't get anything... Was it was unbelievable? I was on the Saints that game. That one hurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, Sounds like this
0: weekend hurt for you too. Yeah, it was a tough weekend. At least yeah.
2: you won, at least you won the Dolphins bet. Yeah, well, it was in, yeah, yeah. Well, I had the Dolphins uh, in all my parlays. Um, okay, but they all lost. Okay, so
0: oh, I had one that I felt so good about. I had David Montgomery scoring a touchdown though. I, Everything else hit. I had mm. I had a
2: parlay it was like $50 five legs one of the legs was uh David Montgomery anytime huh. touchdown yeah only leg that didn't hit so he got it, injured in the uh what that have paid out $1000 <laughs> oh, he gets injured no. he gets injured in what the first or second quarter
0: it was early it was yeah. early and i and felt I, like he was a lot. I to immediately
2: score. uh messaged the sportsbook i was like hey are you guys going to avoid this bet they're like he plays. no according to our rules he played that's was like as long risk as he played the
3: no.
2: no. Yeah. Only leg that One of the legs in it was Cooper Cup first touchdown, which he got. That was oh, you went
0: first touchdown.
2: First touchdown. And the other ones That's, were. That, those
0: scare me. <laughs> yeah.
2: The toughest leg was that Cooper Cup first touchdown. Yeah. And which it hit. And it I was hit? Like, this is alive. This is so alive. Everything else was just like money lines. And they all hit. And uh, my last leg was uh, David Montgomery first touchdown. Or not first touchdown. Anytime, anytime touchdown. And then my brother texted me and he was like, David Montgomery just got hurt.
1: Oh, that's that's hard, dude. A thousand
2: bucks. He, was, yeah. he off was a $50 battle in my
0: other league. He was like my only shot to help me win. Yeah, too. I've got him in two of my fantasy leagues, too. So that was just a brutal a kick. Oh my
2: gosh. Can we officially
0: start saying like the Lions are an actual contender? Oh, yeah, dude. So they passed the 49ers since the 49ers didn't hit the field goal and get 20 points. They now have the longest streak of teams to score at least 20 points, and their defense have been holding people under 20, which that's a win. Yeah, and they're going <laughs> oh, against yeah.
1: the league leading Baker Mayfield.
0: i don't know if you know this about the bucks but they're amazing especially (laughs) in the creamsicle
1: (laughs) yeah that was actually i don't hate it i you know i like these some funky uniforms but
0: someone said this and i thought this was like spot on i I personally don't like it because i don't like orange teams but people would be like if that was their day-to-day like normal uniform they would be the ugliest things ever but because they're the alternate you're like you know what? They're kind of cool. Kinda yeah, fun. I kind of liked them. You like trick yourself into it. Right. I don't know if anyone's done that with the Steelers yet with their like off awful... Do you like those? No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, dude, they're, they're <laughs> terrible. They're so – Christian probably likes them. I like them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I
1: like crazy – you know, just like weird alternates.
0: Fair enough. Um,
1: like the Bra- I like the Braves alternates. The, all the,
2: the Giants jerseys look good this weekend. I don't you know. The, don't watch the, that game. I did like that. The Giants, yeah, yeah. The Giants look good. I
0: like the Giants on the helmet set of the NY. I, like I think that that's too. Tight.
2: Yeah, I think it looks a lot better. I think
0: that, yeah, I think that should just be like the normal one.
2: Speaking of Giants, they lost, huh? Yeah.
0: yeah. But not by much. No. Two interesting things about the Bills. Well, especially they're a in that weird game. team. You can almost tell. Uh, I think I heard someone uh maybe it was on PNT, they were talking about it. It's like when the Bills show up, like the first quarter bills are gonna be very indicative of how they're gonna play the rest of the game. It's like you shouldn't make a prediction ahead of time until you see how they show up. Because the London game, obviously they came out flat, which you know how I feel about that. Then this game, I think Dayball, that's the other thing, just had their number because he was the OC, like he understood them, understood Mm -hmm. Josh Allen. They're way better with Barkley.
1: Yes. He
0: didn't
2: look very injured out there. Yeah,
1: which is good because I traded for
2: him in our league. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Nice.
0: Still hopeless.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, I won two and four. I think you're the you were the one that beat me too.
0: Yeah, because that one. was the week that I who had like two hundred and ten or something. Yeah, that's when uh what's uh, his oh, name? That was Dolphins, uh,
2: ak, ak, uh uh well, well Mostert. Oh,
0: a- yeah, I have a- 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 I don't have a- HA in this lane though. Um because Mostert had like forty five. Mostert Devontae Adams yep. had like forty. Yep. Then there was one other player I had that had a ton of points that game. Um I can't remember who that one I was. I didn't have a bad week. You just absolutely crushed but me. Yeah. You had, like, the best week. <laughs> the week that I lost, though, I scored, I think, maybe 70 points. And that like, was the week just... after you put yeah. up
2: 200 on me, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Love how that goes. It's but tough. if it makes you feel better in the other league, that's what happened to me. I lost to one of my best friends because I, well, I had the second highest score and still just lost to him that week. I was like, that's Yeah, that's, that's tough. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. Then the Monday night game, Cowboys beat the Chargers. <laughs> I wanted them to lose so I could yeah. drop them out of the top 10. But Stefan Gilmore, South Carolina boy, getting the pick. That was huge Yeah, to end the game.
1: Well, I i mean, Dak actually played pretty well. Um, I mean, obviously, it was a pretty good game, winning OT. But I hate that the Cowboys pulled out the victory.
0: Yeah. You know? I will say, though, I like Dak Prescott as just like, well, as Walter Payton Man of the Year, like solid dude. I think that yeah. he's, there's certain people, and I know that we're about to talk about quarterbacks and you're going to oh. get into it on Kirk Cousins, so I'll <laughs> save it on him. But there are certain people that people just love to hate. Josh Allen's a little bit that way. Like, everyone's like, oh, Josh Allen's overrated. It's just like a fun take to have. I think Dak Prescott being garbage and the reason the Cowboys suck is another one of those. Like, he's not that bad. Also, he started running. I was saying that a couple weeks ago. Like, if he runs a little bit more, I think that's going to open up the offense a lot more.
2: I think people just like to hate him because everybody is a Cowboys fan. My girlfriend's a Cowboys fan, <laughs> yeah. I, and I was talking to her about it today. She was uh, she was naming off all her friends that are all her like girlfriends that are Cowboys fans. I was like, "Why are all of you Cowboys fans?" And she was like, "Oh, we all have ties to Dallas." I was like, "No, you don't. <laughs> well, we're in America. You do. And Dallas
0: is in actually Texas wants to be their own country, so that doesn't even work. Yeah, yeah, yeah they really do. But yeah, oh. yeah,
2: Cowboys are easy to hate. Um. Also one Jerry of Jones, Jones though was easier.
1: For oh, correct. Jerry Jones, very easy to hate. I mean, yeah. and oh, plus, yeah. like, Dak, so, and kind of we were talking about this the other day, or the other pod, was like, for a fourth-round draft pick, he's been a heck of a quarterback. Like, seriously, for being drafted 130th overall whenever he's drafted, like, he's been a heck of an option. So mm-hmm. it's tough to hate him with so much. I do think he gets unnecessary hate, but on that side, it. I mean, the numbers do speak for, like, when the, when the lights are shining bright, you know, what happens. But I think that's a lot to do with play calling, too, and, and you know, who's calling the plays yeah. and, and different stuff. But anyway, start I talk about quarterbacks now? I think it gets me a little fired up.
0: Your little questions so quarterback a, corner.
1: I wrote a couple things down,
0: right? Yeah. Here's what I want to talk Actually, about. Actually, I don't know. I just said, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea if you wrote anything down.
1: I'm going to start off with Kirk Cousins. You have to here. Right, We talk about him a lot. He gets too much hate for no reason. My guy right now is is second in the league in passing yards behind only Tua through six weeks. He has 14 TDs and four picks. He's better than Tua. Tua has five picks and 14 TDs. So quote-unquote more efficient than Tua. And everyone, once again, thinks Kirk Cousins will not lead the Vikings anywhere. And there's definitely some things to be said with like, you know, when the lights shine brighter, what's going on? Once Mm -hmm. again, is it, is it Kurt? Is it the play caller? Is it, you know, who knows? But my guy in the regular season is a Hall of Fame QB. Someone's got to say it, right? In the regular season, Kirk Cousins is a Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: People talk about him like he's a liability and he's easily a top 10 quarterback.
1: Easily, every year. Which is the
0: weirdest misconception about. 100%. I would argue... I don't know if there's any other player that has quite as large of a misconception as he does. That's a good point.
1: I mean, year. I mean, since he's been in the league, pretty much, he's been a top ten QB.
2: It wasn't great with the Commanders.
1: No, that wasn't. But uh, you
0: like that, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but dude, he went. I mean, he went to the, the Vikings and became like literally a top five QB
2: in the league. We'll see if that drops with uh Justin Jefferson. Yeah, good that. point. I was thinking that
0: though, even because yeah, he was out last week, right? Or left in uh, it. He was out last he week. He got
1: injured last week. I and believe. then, so this No, no, he was out last week. He got injured two weeks ago. Because that's, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was out so last week. The yeah, and they still won. He was productive yeah. with that. Yeah. Or was productive with that. So, number one, Kirk Cousins, because I think he's a good dude. And I think Kirk Cousins yeah. needs more recognition. Number two, so I, I like, kind of like, you know, last week or when we started two weeks ago or whatever, I like you two positives and negative. So I'm going to go middle negative here.
3: Okay. I'm going to go sandwich. Jalen
1: Hurts, man. Jalen Hurts is having a very average quarterback season so far. Now, it's only six weeks in, right? It's only six weeks in. But with seven passing TDs, seven picks, yes, he has five rushing TDs, which I think three of those have come from the tush push, which is great. But he's having a very average quarterback season so far. Now, he could pick it up at, you know, I hope he picks it up as a huge Eagles fan, right? I hope he picks it up towards the end of the year. But there's an interesting argument. Dak Prescott's arguably played better than Jalen Hurts through the six games this year.
0: I struggle with that. Yeah? Because, like, this is more in my rant and this is your rant, so I shouldn't upstage your rant with my rant. (laughs) But, like, the job of a quarterback like it, it's a almost a verb that's used. Like, are you going to quarterback? Like, it's are you going to facilitate? Are you going to like make sure that's like w- what's happening is supposed to happen? People use that as a knock. Like we talked about against Brock Purdy, it's like, well, he's just managing the game well he's using yeah, the people around him. It's like that's what a good quarterback is. Then, like even well, I know we're talking about Bill Belichick and Andy Reid. It's like it shouldn't be on a knock on a coach of who the player was like a coach is supposed to use the people around him and get them both most yeah. out of them. Yeah, yeah. And so what I would say with Jalen hurts is this was a bad game against the jets, but the rest of the year, he hasn't been like a liability. Like he hasn't put up crazy numbers, but he's been making the Eagles win. And so like, it's kind of hard to call that average. You yeah. Know?
2: They're five and one. I wouldn't call him average. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think he's, he's playing it. Maybe not to his full potential. Yeah, um, but he's playing well. He's getting them wins. Yeah, yeah. I
0: like. I would, to me him and Patrick Mahomes are having very comparable years. Agreed. I know you can look at different numbers and sla- like slice and dice it that way, but I don't know. Patrick, I get what you- yeah. he had a bad game. I'll give you that. He did mm-hmm. have
1: a bad game, and also Patrick Mahomes not having a great season.
0: Yeah, no, so, but still, I wouldn't call it. Average. But I would say, right. I would
1: say, comparative to especially last season, right? Like last season, he was MVP form. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Right? No doubt about it. He was MVP form last season. And compared to the last season, it it's it doesn't seem like at least to the first six games, he's that once completely
0: agree. But like average then, like people talk about average like average top ten quarterback. It's like, nah, like we need a Go look at like Sam Howell this year as average, right? Like I would say, and right? that's
1: really what I meant. It's like yeah. average
0: top 10, you know, like not obviously it's not
1: the 18th ranked QB in the league right now, but more of like yeah.
0: <laughs> average top
3: 10. So just, let's get this that's right. Favorite. He's
0: an average top 10, and Josh Allen's an overready top three. <laughs>
1: that's my favorite argument. Josh Allen's like, I don't think Josh Allen's bad, I just don't think he's top three. I think he's like, he's he might be top five.
2: <laughs> I don't know what was fond of that.
1: I, don't know. In I my, love
2: Josh Allen I think he's dude great. in my head <laughs> yeah, in, my,
1: in my head it makes complete sense it's like he's an average top like no one's gonna <laughs> doubt that Jalen Hurts is in the top 10 right like no one's gonna no. doubt that unless something crazy happens so then it's like well if he's top in QB how is he playing for something QB <laughs> then that's that's what I at least my, no, my no, brain no. works <laughs> it's like Josh Allen no one's gonna doubt Josh Allen's not once again a top 10 QB in the league mm-hmm. but a lot of people are gonna doubt like he might be the third best quarterback. He might be the seventh best quarterback. So that's why I think, comparative to to what people think about Josh Allen, he's overrated because he's not in the top three or four, in my opinion.
0: But now that it's a popular opinion for him to be overrated, doesn't that right rate him again?
1: <laughs> that's all. You know, it depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> You've got an interesting brain, brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself, Scott. Sweat works, baby. All right, let's hit that other good quarterback. The highlight. So the highlight, to end it,
1: it's got to be Jared Goff. Jared Goff is having a sneaky, sneaky good season. Mm-hmm. Right now, number-wise, he's a top-five QB in the league. He's having a sneaky good season. Uh, he played well again against the Bucks mm-hmm. last week. He's done a great job of not turning the ball over yeah. and being very efficient. So overall, I mean, Jared Goff, you could argue right now, is a top-five QB in the league.
0: I will say, I love that too because he got the raw end of the deal going to Detroit. Like, yeah. Matthew Stafford, I don't know, to me, they feel very comparable. I agree. I understand maybe Matthew Stafford's a tiny, but like, he's he, not a bad quarterback.
2: He won the Super Bowl, so I think Matthew Stafford gets a lot more credit than yeah. golf. Um, but, but we, I do think they're very similar, very comparable in terms of right uh, skill,
0: and like, uh-huh. they built the team that year. Like, everyone was talking about. They're they're surprised that the Rams are still relevant to some degree because they sold everything to get a good team. Mm-hmm. And so it's right. like if they did that with Jared Goff, very well could have won that.
1: A hundred percent. I think so too. Yeah. I think so. And plus, I mean, he's obviously showing he's got some pieces the Lions. And yeah, Right. The Lions performing. have been awful. And now they have, he's got some yeah. pieces around couple him. A couple good and now running backs, a couple and good one. wide receivers, and
0: now they're 5-1. and one. Which, I guess, all that I'm saying with that gets me fired up. Because I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Go to Detroit. Go where, Lions. <laughs> where no one wanted to go before. Yeah. And you went right. and you're making them relevant. That's cool. I like that.
1: Especially, I think he's top. He might be, I could be wrong, but he might be top three in passer rating. Definitely top five.
0: He's been playing great. Yeah. Really good. And
1: also, last thing, bonus. Uh, I'll say here is is Tua's leading the league in yards. Obviously, Tua's looking looking very good at QB. I think if he stays healthy, the Dolphins are obviously going to be a problem. But the question is, obviously, as of last year, like can he stay yeah. healthy? Because the minute I think Tua goes down, it's like the Jets, right? The minute Tua goes down, the Dolphins, just like how Aaron Rodgers went down to the Jets, yeah. like I think it's the same situation because their defense isn't great. And they have a lot of weapons on offense. But once again, if you don't have a good QB, once again, managing yeah. the system, it's like... So that's what makes me... I think that's why I'm like... I was like doing some soul digging. Like, why mm-hmm. do I think the Dolphins aren't that aren't as good as what...
0: And know, is it because you're nervous about Tua?
1: It is. It's because like... Hmm. And it's also... Yeah, nervous about Tua. But it's also like, I think a good team destroys their defense. And then it's a shootout. And then it's like, well, who obviously plays better... And it'll be, it'll be interesting to see the Dolphins go against... And even an Eagles defense, I think it'll be really interesting to see the Dolphins go against, like, a Browns yeah.
0: defense. Yeah.
1: Right? Because yeah. what happens when they can only score 21 points and their defense isn't great?
0: Last thing I'd say, though, with the quarterback talking about Tua is same thing with, like, Brock Purdy. Tua, to me, is a perfect fit for the Dolphins. He is. He, like, they talk about, like, he loves slants. He loves getting the ball out quick yep. to these, like, fast receivers. Like, that's what the Dolphins need. And so, like... To your point, you could get in other quarterbacks, but I don't think it's a one to one like exchange where it's people not. act like with the 49ers if you just replaced Brock Purdy and got someone else in Which there. Which
1: is a crazy take. I heard a take yeah. the other day that's like, if you put Mac Jones. Yeah, it,
0: it was Dan Orlovsky.
1: Yeah. If right, you so? put Mac Jones into the 49ers offense, he would have the same numbers as Brock Purdy.
2: Oh, it's I don't tough. know. I don't know. I mean, you, we've seen uh, flashes of greatness from Mac. Yeah. Like he's. I. I'm I'm so lost with Mac. I don't know where <laughs> where I fall with him. He's obviously not the guy, um, but he you know he's won a national championship. You saw him at Bama. Um, I I do think he can be a court, good quarterback. I I don't think he he's working. in... well, he's obviously not working. Yeah, in the new there are also player. other
0: pieces missing Correct. too. Which, I mean, right, Balochek's we don't have, have many weapons. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's not even an average coach. <laughs> we, we
2: yeah we I mean yeah no, we don't have many yeah. weapons to help him out, but he's. I mean, he's looked very bad this year. Like, yeah. yeah, this looks like his worst year.
1: Yeah. Well, it's also like who? I mean, Patriots. I still think the Panthers are better than Patriots in a head-to-head matchup. I think the the Panthers mm, might squeak it out. I don't know. If they played ten times, we beat the, the Jets.
0: It might go five and five. You to did me. beat the Jets. It's yeah. Maybe five and five out of ten. Yeah, I know yeah. they're both. We're bad. Yeah. yeah. for for. Yeah. But Caleb anyway, Williams. I think Brock
1: Purdy once again it gets a lot of disrespect because he has good weapons around him, but you still have to throw the football.
0: So we're about to get into coaches, yeah. which is just naturally happening. But before that, I wanted to talk really briefly about NFL officiating, because I was listening to Busting with the Boys, and Dean Blandino was on it. Shout out JP, the boy there. Yeah, yeah, um, So, yes, I've been harsh on officials. I will probably always be that I have a tough... Relationship with authority.
1: Yeah, you have a God complex.
0: <laughs> no, I think they have a God <laughs> complex and that makes me mad. <laughs> also, just fun fact in the Browns versus Niners game, it was like pretty equal, but there were twenty five penalties for two hundred and twenty four yards that game, which is ridiculous. Wow.
1: There's but, also a couple questionable penalties.
0: Especially the one on third and ten where he got hit because he came off the feet. They said like defenseless receiver. Yeah. Everyone was like, That's a legal hit. Yeah. What, yeah. what this brings me all to is like it is a hard job. I do not give that enough credit. You have, like, you're watching before the play, during the play, after the play. There's no offense, defense. Like, you're always on. I get that. It's tough. I think the problem is, like, consistency is key. Like, everyone, we've talked about this before. It's like, be more aggressive on the penalties or less aggressive. Just, like, call it consistent. And call it the same way in the fourth quarter as you did in the second quarter and on both teams and so on and so on. Where it gets tough, though, is if there's 17 different, like, NFL officiating crews with seven people on it. If like the average, I was listening to when Dan Blandino was talking about it. It's like, if the average is like 15 penalties a game on both sides, one team's going to, or like one officiating crew is going to call it f- 20 times. And then one person's going to call it 10 times. Like it's not consistent between those, which is okay. It's like, you go out in the beginning of the game and they call it one way. And that, that, that sets the tone. Cause like people argue sometimes it's like, well, if it's a hold or it's not hold, like is it technically it's like, well, no, like this crew might call it this way and this crew right. might call it different. What I don't understand though, with all of this, is why are reviews not used more? Because, mm. like, if it is this hard, which I believe that it is, take the 49ers one. Can't you start reviewing it and then look over the trend that was set throughout the game and, like, use it a couple examples of it and be like, is this a penalty based off of these other ones? And so it's like consistent from beginning to end. Like, you don't necessarily even revert it to the technical rules. Yeah.
1: That's tough though, because then you just have a bunch of penalties every game into the the challenge. But what
0: if it's like the baseball challenge where you get one challenge and if you win it, it's it's different than your or maybe you use a regular challenge, like one of your two normal ones, but you're able to review those. And then again, in crucial moments, it's like the two minute drill, like or not two minute drill, but two minute warning when they're start reviewing everything. It's like Yeah. They look into these big hits, big stuff, cause it's like it's That hit, for instance, I even got mad at the player watching it live because I thought that it was at first. And then a replay, I was like, ah, that wasn't. So I can't really fault them for not doing that. But then why would you not review? It? That's what I just don't understand. Like, why don't you use the reviews more? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be a... So are you
1: saying there should, like, any penalty can be reviewable? Like, if it's, like, an offensive holding call or if it's, like, an offside or, like, any penalty could be? I mean...
0: Or limit it to like, I personal fouls. Like maybe personal fouls, but I'm almost wondering. It's like why? Rough why can't a hold or something be called? And this is where again, I think that you review it based off the standards of what's been called all game. By yeah, but crit.
1: someone said it. I forgot who said it, but there was like in the O line, there's a hold every play.
0: Right. No, that's what I'm saying. But that's when that's a perfect example. It's like you're looking all game at seeing what's been called a hold, mm. and so. Because, yeah, you're taught to hold. You're just like getting up under the shoulder pads. Yeah, I mean, with the
1: AI now, I'm sure they could store all that data and be like, this is, you know.
0: Yeah, cut. or it's like flagged and you look at it and you have a now data set of five different plays that were similar to that one. And then you review it based off of that and call it the best you can. That's the other thing. It's like yeah. I, right now where review is, I kind of hate that it has to be indisputable evidence. I kind of like shouldn't it just be look at it and you make your best call then? No, right. why? I don't like that. Why? Well, because it's like, then you
1: really open it up. Like, I think there's too many gray lines in that and what you're talking about where it's like, we're going to call it one way, right? And then if it's 80% the other way, we might return or like reverse it where it's like, I think a big thing is like you, if you did that, you
0: would open up so much gray area. The subjectivity already exists with it because that that's like the problem is that there's so much gray area that's based off of the call that they're making on the field. It's tough to do in the Mm -hmm. moment. And so like for the 49ers, they still should have won. But like that call was a huge call. Yeah. And like, if you just look at it a second, you'd be like, we messed up and that was fine. Like we did that in the moment. Move on. Right. It's a fast game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see both sides
2: of the argument. I I don't know what the answer is, um, but I I do see where both of you are kind of coming from. Um, I mean, you would think by this point, they'd have some kind of automated
1: like AI, yeah, or yeah, like, something yeah,
2: yeah. where they could plug in and see, you know, if it's a hold or I don't know. This
1: is 93 percent a hold.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the answer
0: is, but I do see both sides of your argument. It's just tough because like an official and I get this is why it's tough for them, too. It's like you can never be like that was a great like if you do perfect game, if you don't make any mistakes, then you just do your job right. Like you can't make a game any better by not missing calls. All you can do is mess up a game by how bad you mess up the calls. It's like I get that it's tough like that. Then the question, though, is is like why don't we use more tools to make it more fair between the teams so that the game is a closer representation of what it should be instead of influenced by this bias.
1: I like what you're saying, maybe like the two challenge flags, but if you you don't have like parameters like that and you're just like, oh, any penalty is reviewable, I mean that is just going to –
0: you know, that's yeah. going to take six hours to, to finish that and, game. And it's going to be baby steps or however it moves. But We're I not...
1: like, like, you get one challenge for penalties. Yeah. Only penalties every game. Like, something like that I could I could get behind where it's like, you know. But the tough part with that is like, well, well, if it's 72% not a hold, is it like, do, do we revert? You know, that, that's like a really, that's tough. I think it's probably why they haven't.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. You just do it right. based off of what's been called, like. Yeah. But how do you get that data? You're just, there's already like a lot of it in a game. Like there's by in this example, you're not going to review that if it's first, first quarter, probably. But like later in the game, there have probably been four or five hits close to that. And if there haven't, then you just look at it and you're like, yeah, that wasn't a penalty. You know what I mean? Or you're like, yes, we actually called this three times earlier. But
1: how are they seeing these four or five hits? Are they just like an AI program that just I bet
0: there is AI now that can just create these data sets based off of it.
1: I like it more, though, towards the personal fouls. That's kind of something I can get behind. Like, some of the rough and the passers are the dumbest calls in the world. And then also, kind of like Mm -hmm. what you're saying, the personal foul um, against the Browns. Like, that's not a personal foul. Like, that was a clean hit. So, like, I like, like, those types of... The tough part with like the pass interference and the holds and like, it's so subjective and there's just no way to make it, you know, unless the guy like obviously just like body slams and like,
0: okay, that's a hold, you know, but it's like, yeah, but that's where I'm like, you can see how you've been calling it all game. It's not like that big of a data set. If they've, if, if the average is 15 penalties a game, then you look like what got flagged and what really you mostly need to look at what got flagged to figure out like how you've been calling it. And then if it mm. do, isn't up to that standard, then you let it go. It's just, I don't, I guess I don't understand why a catch would be able to be reviewable and this wouldn't. Right. Because it affects yeah. the game even more so because it's out Expe- of control yeah. of the players. Or not more so, but equally. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. If you
2: listen to last week's episode, you heard Christian and his tomfoolery. <laughs> uh, say, <laughs> well, you have, you, you built-
0: mean Tom didn't carry Bill?
2: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Uh, Tom carried Bill. He's not the greatest coach. Andy Reid's better than him. I think he said he's not a bad, but an average. He's an average coach. No,
1: once again, you guys just, (laughs) you guys take something I say and you just run with it. I said, it begs the question, did Tom Brady carry Bill Belichick? And is Bill Belichick not as good of a coach as we originally thought?
0: I think that's actually exactly what I said. You did say it begs the you question. And then he said that he's not.
2: You yeah. can't fault Belichick for having Tom Brady in a system.
1: You can't fault him, but you can you can make that a knock as like, you know, once Tom Brady leaves,
2: he wins a Super Bowl with the with the Bucs. You Tom Brady could go anywhere and win a Super maybe not
0: anywhere. That's but- what I'm
1: saying, but Belichick's average. No, well, it would be
2: well
0: because well, to Tom's credit, no, kidding, he would sac- like he's known that he would sacrifice his pay a little bit to bring people along. 100%. And help
2: exactly. Also, Bill Belichick—he's not only the coach; he's the GM. He's bringing in all those players for all those championships.
0: Yeah. Should he not be a GM? Ooh. Is that a question? Well, well, he he is. He's well, all... saying, But like, should he? Oh, like, like only... is he? Yeah. Not as good of a GM as he is a coach. oh Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I don't. I don't know. Or is he a better GM than
1: he is a coach? Mm. Oh, that's another good one. Next time I,
0: Scott's on the pod, we'll do is Boston, Bill Belichick. What you got to say Boston guy? <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know. I think two truth, like two things can be true at once. Yeah. I think Tom Brady is obviously the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. Um I I do think Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. Maybe it's a little bit of a homer in me, but you know, he's got uh 8 Super Bowls, 6 uh as a head coach, most of any ho- head coach ever. He's got yeah. Too as a defensive coordinator with the Giants. Um I I, I mean Andy Reid, he's got Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, another good point. Another good mm. point.
0: It is interesting though. Like thinking about
2: It is. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's no right answer. I mean, mean, we've we had Cam Newton the first year that Tom Brady left. Legend. We've got we've got <laughs> Mac Jones now, which clearly isn't working. So, I mean, you He doesn't have any, he he doesn't have the tools around him to, I mean, our record now is, yeah, one and five is off or two and four, whatever we are. One in five? One in five.
0: I but I mean, it's still, it's like you shouldn't be expected to win a right. the playoffs it, even every year. That's
2: true. What right. the Patriots the did yeah.
0: with Tom Brady, that's an it's, exception.
2: No one's going to replicate that.
0: Yeah, and Bag down years, don't discredit. Because, okay, real quick, we're talking about Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick. So, total record, Andy Reid is now regular season, 252 and 139. So, as a just below 65% win percentage in 25 years. And Bill Belichick is 299 in 157 so like just above 65 percent in 29 years that 300th regular season win might take a minute <laughs> it might take a while <laughs> that but, is that
1: is a cool milestone. yeah that is a cool milestone so
0: and andy Reid just got his 250th this season so like both objectively great, coach. great coaches yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. averaging over a th- almost 30 year career 65 percent that's great have down years like it's i think that's what gets me and my whole point that it's like it's ridiculous to talk about him not being good because of down years
2: i agree and even the first year we lost tom brady cam newton went seven and nine with that mm-hmm. roster that the patriots had at that time they sh- they should have been nowhere close to a seven and nine team yeah we were awful so i credit bill belichick for that season um and you see in these the the broadcasts when the patriots play at least I'm hearing all these new records that are being set, like, oh, Bill Belichick, this is the most points he's ever let up. This is the most yeah. he's ever lost by. He's been coaching for 29 years, and these records are just now coming out, 29 years into yeah. you know coaching in point. the NFL. Yeah. So.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. Well, I I think he's the the most average great head coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I do think is interesting with all of this, though, is – Andy Reid is an offensive mind. So he gets someone like Patrick Mahomes and is able to create what the Chiefs' offense is, which i not looking great this year. It could be down here too. But still, yeah. like, that's a great pairing. What's interesting about Bill and Tom is Bill's a defensive mind.
5: And so right.
0: the Patriots had amazing defenses over that stretch. Right. And then if you they get did. a good quarterback yeah, that is able to run with more offensively, that's, like, good that's kind of yeah. like, again, it's not even a discredit. I think that having Tom and finding Tom and building Tom into who he is, is a testament to being and, a good coach. And
2: Tom was, you, I mean, you can't forget where he was drafted. Like he was, yeah. he wasn't anybody. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Matt, what, what's Matt Castle, right? What's the QB for Tom?
0: Um, Drew Bledsoe. Oh,
1: sorry, yeah. Drew Bledsoe.
0: Which, Drew Bledsoe was good, by the way. Well, that, that's the other thing. It's like, to Bill's credit, it's, I love him on a first-name basis with him, by the way. It's just <laughs> check's a lot to say over it and over a again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for uh, B-Bell over here.
2: For B-B. I just call him my guy, usually. Like, to stick with <laughs> Tom as the
0: starter. I'm also on a first-name with Tom. Brady's easy to say, and we're just tight. <laughs> for Tom to he's start chosen. over Drew Bledsoe after the injury, yeah. when they come back and it's mm-hmm. like, no, Tom Brady's the starter. That's a big coaching yeah. decision. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Drew obviously I mean, is yeah. a good QB. Like, and so uh, that's right. a test He of a good with...
1: with did he ever win Super Bowl with Bledsoe?
0: He never won one with mm-hmm. them.
1: Okay. But they but he was, the he was number Bledsoe, one overall right?
0: draft pick. Oh, so I didn't know that. you give up a number one overall draft pick quarterback for... for a sixth round. Yeah, because yeah. he was 199th.
1: I think so. Yes. Yeah. Right? Something yeah. like that.
0: So to me, that's a testament of Bill Belichick being a good Agreed. coach. Because again, it's a good coach, Makes works with the players. a tough
2: decision, yep. I mean, who knows if Tom Brady yeah. ever would have, you know... Yeah. Been
0: Tom Brady. Yeah, Exactly. Argument for Andy Reid obviously is he was very successful at two teams. Who's better, Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? Ooh. Bill. He sucked with the Browns. He's
2: most people. <laughs> fair enough. Okay, that's fair. The, yeah, the Browns. I mean, I mean, you just look at everything he's accomplished. I I get it. Andy yeah. Reid's a great coach, and you know he's got a couple Super Bowls. He did well with the Eagles. Bill Belichick's only been with the or not only been with the Patriots, but that's where he's got most of his success under with Tom Mm -hmm. Brady. But I I just don't think um, you can not fault him for having Tom Brady. But I don't think the Patriots have had anywhere close to the talent that they did when Tom Brady was there. Yeah. So, I mean, he can't go out there and make the the play uh, like throw the football. He can't go out there and make plays.
0: So what if though Andy Reid? And Patrick Mahomes stays, stays healthy for a little while. They go to a few more, win a couple mm. more. How's that conversation look? Because then Andy Reid took another team with the Eagles and Donovan McNabb two. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They lost that one, but he still took a team there. Builds Patrick Mahomes into who he is now.
2: I mean, yeah, it, it would be a, a good argument in a couple years if the Chiefs get get a couple more Super Bowls, but... Uh, again, like he's got Patrick Mahomes, it's the same argument you're putting up with uh, Bill Belichick having Tom Brady. You know, you have that superstar quarterback. Uh, you're you're going to be good. You know, whatever yeah. with a superstar quarterback, it's hard to to lose. I mean, not to lose games, but you know what I mean.
0: Well, yeah. that's where to my point earlier about like using the talent as a coach. A superstar quarterback should be indicative of the coach's performance, not a ding against it. Cause it's like there are a lot of very talented exactly. people That's that ki- to the that,
2: That's kind of what I'm, I'm trying
1: to hint at. Yeah. yeah. So you think if if Patrick Mahomes went to the Panthers, he wouldn't be good?
0: If he had gotten drafted straight into the Panthers, that like could be first entire, overall, yeah, it yeah. could be an entirely different story. Correct. Yeah. Than coming in because he didn't play. Gosh. He played like well, Gosh, how crazy would that?
1: Obviously, we'll never be able to see it. Yeah. But like, how crazy would it be if it's like, hey, Patrick Mahomes gets drafted and goes to Chiefs, wins five Super Bowls. Hall of Fame QB, and then he gets drafted number one overall and goes to the Bears. And then, like, the difference, yeah, like if you could see yeah. the how alternate, how cool would that be? And it's like, you know, I mean, maybe there's a chance. It, I truly believe, like, he, he would lose confidence in the first year, second year, people would doubt him, and then all of a sudden, maybe he makes in the year six or the league six years and mm-hmm. never wins Super Bowl. You know, it's it's a crazy, there's like, a lot of factors, so many play. factors, yeah. <laughs> That'd be nuts though to see that, but obviously we'll never see it.
0: But Would Dak have been Tom Brady? <laughs> right? Am situation? I Tom Brady? <laughs> Am I just well, you know, some <laughs> things we do know. Some things we know. <laughs> but all in all. I, I watched th- you throw this football right here into my neighbor's yard <laughs> twice in a row after I told bad, you yeah. that you're going to overthrow it. Yep. I, I watched you get looked, rattled. Man, was With an audience Please. of one, Every I saw you get rattled.
1: QB is off at some point. I was off that day.
0: Yeah, normally yeah, they're I off mean, because they have NFL players. It's overall,
1: overall, it's not even close. Andy Reid's better. No, I'm kidding. I think, I think Bill Belichick is, is obviously from a statistic standpoint better. Um, but I think both both are great coaches. I and mean, we're talking about the NFL to, and kind of take a step back. It's like all coaches in the NFL obviously are, are very yeah. good at what they do. Right. Like, they're very good head coaches. and And to have success at that level in that league – not you can't just be a great like a good coach or a great coach. Like you need to have great pieces, you need to have a great like organization, you need to have a good owner. Like there's so many things that have to come together. Right. Not just a superstar QB or a great coach, obviously. So I think all in all, both great, great head coaches. I will I will take Bill
0: here. Oh, you will? I will. Interesting. Let's go. I think I'm gonna take Bill, but I think that Andy Reed could do it. Like it's it's a wait and see. Oh, and I think in a
2: couple up. years, you know, that that argument will be a lot more uh like I think if, if Andy Reid is Rinse two more Super Bowls,
1: he's mm-hmm. he's better than Bill Belichick.
0: Boom. Oh, so okay. four oh, versus six? Yeah, because he's done with two different teams. But he didn't win it as the head coach with the Phillies. Or not Phillies. I can't, oh, you, started me. you started me on it. I can't. Oh. I'm yeah, going to dream but, about the Phillies, too. But, it's,
1: to, <laughs> but you can always make the argument. And once again, experience is, you know, the first few years in the league are tough. And Cleveland Browns, obviously, are curses as the organization. But he had a bad record. With the Cleveland Browns,
0: it's honestly, a decent yeah. record there, for yeah. being with the Cleveland Browns. Who's
1: still growing
2: as a as a coach.
0: Just no. Yeah, Patrick
1: Mahomes not making the Hall of Fame, but we can keep also playing. head
0: to head right now, There's uh with the Eagles. Reads zero and three against Bill I'm kidding, Belichick. He's making Hall And fame. then with the Chiefs, they're three and three. So oh, I didn't hear you. It's another sign. you
2: <laughs> started blocking you
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to my world.
1: Um, oh, that's interesting. To zero and three, I didn't know. Zero and
0: three. Uh, with Reed on the Eagles playing the Patriots. Well, and it really only met three. in the
1: playoffs then,
0: right? The Patriots and the Eagles? With the Chiefs. 2017. With the Chiefs, uh, Andy Reed is 3-1 and one in the regular season and then 0-2 against the Patriots in the playoffs. Okay. And but the Eagles, I, ca- I feel I
1: like, I mean, I guess it'd be a random AFC-NFC matchup, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh. Should we get the power rankings? Should we should the power rankings. You want to go first? Can I go first? Oh, because I know you're excited about pick 10 coming in here. Pick
1: number 10, the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm without a shadow of a doubt. They're going to make the playoffs now. I have full
0: hope. You've been waiting for this since week two. Uh, and you finally yeah, had to yeah, remove yeah. Joe them.
1: Burrow, uh, he, he looked okay. Cleveland Browns at number nine. Their defense is the real deal. Number eight, Baltimore Ravens. They have to learn to close games, but they have a lot of weapons. And I feel like... They can compete with anyone at this point. Mm-hmm. Seven, Jags, Trevor Lawrence, you hate, I love, as a, just a man. Number six, Buffalo Bills, hate to put them that high. I think they're a very streaky team. With one of the most the overrated
0: top three quarterbacks that exist in the league.
1: <laughs> and then number five, so five through one here. I like the Detroit Lions. I almost put them at four. I mean, the Detroit Lions, Jared Goff, once again, is looking great. This season, they have some really good offensive weapons finally, and overall are just a complete football team. Mm. I love their head coach. Miami Dolphins, four. Once again, they make me nervous, but I still think their offense is dynamic at four. Three, Eagles. Once again, Hurts makes me nervous, and the holes they have in defense now with injuries and people that left over the offseason also make me nervous. Uh, Chiefs number 2. They're 5 and 1, but they've won 4 games by a close margin. So they also haven't looked great. The NFL in total, it's it's been a weird season, I mm-hmm. feel like the first 6 weeks. But then I still think 49ers take it a one even after losing to the Browns. Couple couple miss unfortunate things happen with injuries, mm-hmm. just like how last year in the playoffs. That was tough.
0: Yeah. I'm going to make a pivot on my list. Oh But 10, we've got the Cowboys coming in. Okay. Uh, Would love to eliminate them from the top 10, but they're just hanging around. Yeah. They're just like a little hangnail sticking there at 10. (laughs) Uh, Cleveland Browns at nine. Incredible defense. I'm just not sure that they're that much better with the Sean Watson than PJ Walker when he comes back. So it's defense. Unfortunately, right now, I don't know if you win a championship with just defense. Eight Jacksonville Jaguars. I was big on them early in the season. Then they lost to the Texans, and that's when I finally like swore them off. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm done with them. Texans, though, I was wrong about. They are not a bottom feeder team. They're a little bit better. And so if – the, I mean, the Jags, their two losses are the Chiefs and the Texans. Not terrible. They beat the Bills. So anyway, I don't think they're the top five team yet, but eight feels good for them. Ravens, seven. They have all the pieces there to be an elite team. But right now, they just don't know how to close games or finish it. So they're staying there at seven behind the Bills, who I thought the Dolphins had one of the highest variabilities and potential. I think the Bills are up there. Mm. It's like roulette trying to figure out which Buffalo Bills are going to show up on a Sunday or Monday or Thursday. Then the Chiefs at five. Wow. Top five to me, they're all over place. I've bumped them down. I'm like, if you can only score one touchdown against the Broncos, that's mm. – I don't know if you deserve top two, three spot. That's tough. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They still have Travis Kelsey. They've lost a lot of weapons on offense. Their defense looks good. I don't know how elite they look because we're talking about against the Broncos. Of course, everyone's defense looks pretty good (laughs) against the Broncos. Then four, I'm going to go Eagles here. I originally was thinking Lions at four, but the Eagles had some big injuries. Yeah. They didn't wow me when they were winning and then lost to the Jets, which Jets might be a little bit better than I was thinking, but I'm gonna move them to four and then I'm gonna have the Lions at three. I, like I think the switch. Lions are the real deal. They took care of business against good teams like the Chiefs and bad teams like the Panthers. They are like honestly, they the injuries didn't really phase them when St. Brown was out. With Jameer Gibbs, with Montgomery, like they still find a way to win, and that's a sign of a really good team. So I think right now I like them over the Eagles. Dolphins at two because when they're on, I don't know if there's a team that could beat them at their best. Maybe, I mean, the 49ers and them, but like their offense isn't elite. They were down 21 or 14 to the Panthers, and they're like, yeah, let's start scoring. And then they covered (laughs) a ridiculous spread of 14. Covered 21. Yeah, and then right now, 49ers still at one. Their offense took some some hits against the Browns, which is the best defense. They were they lost their two best offensive players. Trent Williams went down for a little bit, came back, wasn't playing at 100%, and was against Miles Garrett for a lot of it. It's like, oh, yeah, get hurt and then play against one of the best defensive players in the league. Defense still looks good. Fred Warner's beast. is going to only get better, I think, throughout the season. I think still I'm, I'm high on them. Still, a had, bias, still
2: had a chance to win the game.
0: Still had a chance to win the game. Brock Purdy did the things in the right time yeah, to yeah, give him yeah. a shot. So with all of that, I think they're one. They
2: played to
1: lose or not to lose, but
0: you could argue they should have gone farther, but they drove down the field. He didn't play great, but stepped up when he needed to. Yeah. The a 41-yard field goal from the dead center of the field is a very good shot at winning a game. Yeah, Like you can't ask for more on that drive really.
2: I like Joe's list more. <laughs> Let's go. Um yeah, um, I I had I personally had the the Lions at four as well. Um, I actually had the the Eagles as low as five. Well, you got your list now? Let's hear it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I got yeah. my list. I'll, I'll just run through it real quick. Yeah. I won't speak to it too much. But number 10, I had the Bengals. Joe's looking better every week. The Jags, mm-hmm. uh, defense looks good. They're consistently putting up 20, 30 points. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had the Ravens. You know, they got lots of injuries. Bill's at seven. A lot of work to do. Cowboys, I had at number six. Ooh. I know you guys didn't have them in yours. <laughs> <laughs> they had the one bad loss to the Cardinals, but you know, they blew out the Jets, the That's Patriots, yeah. the Giants.
0: This game was one of the like against the Chargers, was one of the only close ones that they've been in. Yeah. Right. Like they've either blown out teams or, or gotten blown out. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Eagles I have at number five. You know, losing mm. to the Jets. It kind of took <laughs> some credibility away from them for me.
0: For the first time in franchise history.
2: Ex- yeah, oh,
3: really? Yeah, yeah. they're 0-12, the by Jets the way. had
0: never beaten the Eagles. Never. Also, the last time the Eagles didn't cover against the Jets was like 2003 or 2004. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 It was tough. Yeah, that was a tough game. <laughs> it
2: was tough. Tough game for the Eagles. The, uh, <laughs> the Patriots also own the Jets. Uh, just want to put that out there. Lions, I had at number four. Their only loss was to the Seahawks. They beat the Chiefs. I like this Lions team a lot. In overtime, too. Yeah. In yeah. overtime, yep. Like you said, they've they've had a ton of injuries, and they're still finding new ways to win. I like Jared Goff a lot. I actually had the Chiefs drop to number three. Their defense looks good. You know, you still have Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has not looked the same as he has in the past. Dolphins at number two. I like Tua. He's he's looking good, mm-hmm. again, as long as he can stay healthy. Their mm-hmm. offense looks elite. Tyreek Hill is so fast.
0: So, oh, fast. He's so fast. Their whole team is so fast. There's, Have y'all yeah. seen this? Like the, the fastest times with a ball carrier so far this year? It's like Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, A Chain. Yeah, I did. Mostert, see that. Tyreek Hill, Waddle. It's insane. Like, Their it's just, offense yeah. is electric. It's like seven of them that are all Dolphins. Oh, uh,
2: and then I had 49ers at number one. Yeah,
0: I like that. I was wondering if, if you, Christian, were going to keep the 49ers at one.
1: So, I, I still think they're one. I almost regret my Dolphins at four. I don't even know if they should be in the top five. Wow, and the reason is, man, people are freaking out about Dolphins because they have a lot of weapons. They're so fast, and I get it. They're five and one. Keep in mind, the Bills destroyed them. A, it wasn't close, and that's the only pretty much good team they've played all year. Like, yes, they I, the Chargers are decent, and they beat mm-hmm. the Chargers by two points. So it's like their next toughest opponent, Eagles this week. What yeah. I'm saying, like oh, that they've the beaten the Giants. I mean, dude, they played the Giants, the Panthers, and the Broncos in three of the six games.
0: That's a good point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like, and the one team that they faced was actually arguably a top 10 team they got murdered by.
0: And they got absolutely destroyed
1: by. So it'll be really interesting, I think, this week. This week, yeah. This week's going to be really interesting because it's going to go one of two ways. The Dolphins are going to be shut up. Yeah. Right? And they're going to be like, okay, they're not in those goods we think. Eagles beat the Dolphins and, and you know. It's that type of game. Or maybe I, you know, they, they shut my mouth up and they score fifty points against the
0: Eagles. Hmm. Right? It'll be interesting to see. Yeah,
1: it'll be real interesting.
0: Let's move on to picks review. Another win for you. You're closing the gap. Before long, we're gonna be tied, and that's a scary thought for me. <laughs> it's a depressing thought, honestly. It's not even scary. Uh, because I had Kansas City minus five and a half, and then Pacheco touchdown. Thought it was a lock against the Broncos. Nope. Because they only scored one and it was the guy who can't catch. Yeah. It's like an acre man. It's like, even the guy who can't think said something. <laughs> <laughs> even the guy who can't catch scored a touchdown. I feel bad. I don't like talking bad about players because yeah. maybe one day they'll ever hear this. Who knows? And I'm like, I Max can't. Max Crosby that. follows the pod on Instagram. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think he thinks that I'm JP, but I'll take it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Very we'll cool.
0: Yeah. But so on the list, Uh, Broncos, that was a loss with the parlay that I had there. Then 49ers obviously didn't cover because they lost. Then the over didn't cover because missed the field goal. Missed two of them. Oh, that's tough. It was tough. Either one of the field goals would have helped that. 37 and a half. You thought it was a lock too. So
2: Dude, I, I did. Oh, you had uh, the Dolphins minus 13, man. Yeah, we both had yeah, that in that hit. Did. The only oh, one yeah. that yeah, I got both. right,
0: we both got Christian. So yeah. it was Miami minus 13. How
2: much were you guys sweating at the start of that game? <laughs> Honestly, we've watched
3: enough yeah, Carolina this season. Okay, you knew. You, you knew. knew. We're,
2: good. we're good. So, yeah, we both had the Lions
1: and Bucks, Panthers and Dolphins. So we were yeah. 2-0 there. But, yeah, you had a couple 49ers that didn't hit. My Eagles obviously lost the Jets, which is upsetting. I'm never going to pick a London game again. I only did the Colts <laughs> covering mm-hmm. the Jags because Joe tells me that these London games and their rest. and, and So
0: you had to do your own version or reverse it. Their, the their
1: little bodies get tired,
0: but <laughs> I was <laughs> I was wrong. But Sincey.
1: And then I did win the Joe Burrow bet because it was a pivotal game for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I uh, I was like, if they lose this game, I think their season's borderline over. So I was like, it's a must win. And I felt good enough that they were mm. going to win that game. I
3: like
0: that. Well, picks this week. We'll run through ours, and then our man Scott's Scott's, got a parlay. He's got a mortal lock parlay parlay coming. I'm going to start off with the game that you thought we were just talking about, the Dolphins at Eagles. I think that Miami's going to win that game. So I have them covering plus two. I changed one of mine. So I've (laughs) got—which one are you changing?
1: (laughs) I forgot to put the Panthers spread. (laughs) They're not in. Oh, that's right.
0: There isn't one there. I knew there was (laughs) reason. (laughs) I knew they were cruising. So uh, I think that Miami's going to win the game, but it's— I can't. I'm going to take cover for this, Uh, mostly because, to your point, they haven't played a lot of people. They lost like the big one. Like they know they need to step up on this game. Mm. The Eagles have a lot of injuries in the secondary. Mm -hmm. Their defense has not honestly looked good this year. And then you add injuries on top of it. Jalen Carter is also out against the offense, like Miami. I think that's a little bit dangerous. Yeah, we'll see how the the big question is going to be the Eagles' offense to me. Like, A.J. Brown has looked great this year. I think Jalen Hurts has looked okay. Um, Like, good for him, I think, even. Or, sorry, good and okay for him, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Devonta Smith has not looked that good yet this year. And Goddard's been okay. Really only one decent game. So, anyway, that's my rationale for that. Other ones I've got are Lions at Ravens. I think the Lions are also going to win this game, but I'm going to put them down at covering plus three. So, two underdogs that are covering there. Then Commanders at Giants is minus two. I, I love like Washington. That pick.
1: I love that pick. Yeah, we both got that one. I almost yeah.
0: did, which I know is on your list of the 49ers covering against Vikings. But I was like, it was too emotional to me to have that yeah. as a game that I'm emotionally vested in. And then one that I could lose to Christian on. So I went with Washington instead. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think the Giants played really well against the Bills because of Day Bowl and like coming from the Bills organization yep. and mm-hmm. being an offensive coordinator there. But I'm still not sold on the Giants. Um, Then Browns at Colts, I like the under, 39 and a half. It's a low under, but we've got Minshew in. Anthony Richardson (laughs) might be out for a while. And then I don't know if Deshaun Watson's coming back, but he's either going to be back and not at 100% or they have P.J. Walker coming again. And so the Colts have a backup quarterback against the best defense in the league in the Browns. And then the Browns have an offense that hasn't even looked great really in any game. So I'm going to take the under at 39 and a half. And y'all know that I don't like unders. And so the fact that I have that Mm -hmm. one and then another one coming is interesting. We'll see how that goes. But Raiders at Bears, I'm going to go also under 37 and a half. It's a low one, but Justin Fields is out. Jimmy G went to the hospital with back stuff, but then came back and... I think that he might be playing, but he hasn't even looked great this year, and he's going to be hurt to some mm-hmm. degree. Um, so that's another under at 37 and a half. Those are the the picks for me.
1: Nice. So we have the same Lions at Ravens and then the Commanders at Giants. So I got Lions covering the plus three. I think they're going to actually beat the Ravens. And then I have the Commanders uh, covering the minus two as well. Mm-hmm. So we got those same. Uh, I think the Bills show out against the Patriots, not because the Bills are a great team, but I just think the Patriots are having a tough year. Kind of like how I I bet against the Panther spread every time. As a Patriots fan, I like that pick. <laughs> <laughs> Chargers at Chiefs. I think I like the over here. I don't do many overs, but I like the over here because I think it's going to be a shootout
2: match between Herbert and Mahomes.
0: I'm fading that. That's my fade.
2: I'm also... I, I you mean, want to fade I'll get, it? I'll get to it later. That's in my parlay. The, the oh. under on that. Oh, the under? The under. Yeah.
0: The, under. Okay. the Chiefs, several times this year, I've been on record saying their offense hasn't looked good yet, and I think this is the game, and then I was wrong. And those were against... I don't know. I wouldn't say worse defenses than the Chargers, but maybe, like, equal comparable. defenses, c- yeah. comparable defenses. Well, here's the thing, too. It's like, I don't oh, think... Oh, you like that over. No, I like the under.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. no, I'm well, i also. It. I don't think, like...
0: I guess what I'm saying, I was approved wrong but a what, if, what if the
1: Chiefs are down 14-0? You think they still don't score? So I think the
0: Chiefs' defense is good, though. I, I love Chiefs the Chargers' Chiefs' defense is good. Yeah, I think they have a great offense. Like, they scored 17 against the Cowboys. Like, they're good offense. Eckler's back, but it, he didn't wow anything Monday night. No. Uh, I think that they—say even if they put up 20, I think it could easily be a 24-20 game, and mm-hmm. that's that's the underhitting. Too okay. many
1: points. I'm going over. So I'm going over 49 and a half yeah. here. I hope I'm wrong.
0: I love watching Gophers. And then so, the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: honestly, it's good because if I hit great and mm-hmm. if your parlay hits, even better, man. 49ers at Vikings. I think the 49ers cover the minus six and a half here. Yes, they... Is it confirmed that McCaffrey and Samuel are both out for this week? I don't think so yet. I think it's okay. still up in the air. Like, they could be bad. But even if they're out, I still like... The and a half against the Vikings because Justin Jefferson
0: will be out too. Justin
1: Jefferson, will be, I was about to say, because Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. will be out even though they're facing a top three QB in Kirk Cousins.
0: No, I like that. It was just too much emotionally for me to also put that, but rationally, I agree with it.
1: Yeah. Yep. And then we got
2: Scott's parlay here. All plus right, boys. Five what? Forty seven. Uh, plus five forty seven. <laughs> Scotty's parlay. Scotty making up. money. All right. So I. I'm glad to see only Christian faded me. Um, I've got three legs. I first leg is Chargers Chiefs under 49 and a half. Mm -hmm. I think that's too many points. Uh, Like Joe said, uh, the Chiefs offense has not looked as good as it has previous years. Uh, We just saw the Chargers play what last night? Yeah, 20 points. Put put up 20 points. So yeah,
0: and not a full game or full week of rest either. Exactly.
2: Not a full week. Uh, I just think it's too many points. The Chiefs defense is solid. Uh Chargers have a good defense as well. I think 50 points is a lot. Uh and I don't think they're going to hit that. Uh next I have the Browns money line against the Colts. I was surprised to see this line. It was only at uh minus 124 on uh FanDuel. Um mm. I feel like the Browns are much better than the Colts. I mean, you With guys, Anthony
0: Richardson out too. Like. Yeah, yeah Anthony
2: Richardson's out. You did you both have them in your power rankings or or one of you did? I had them at 10.
0: No, no, we both had them at 9, I we think. We both had Yeah, they're at nine. both
2: in your top 10. The the Colts are garbage. Uh, no Anthony Richardson yeah. like you just said. Uh, and then Jaguars plus 3 against the Saints. Um Ooh, I actually I like, like that. I actually mm. like the the Jag's money line but took the plus 3 to be safe. Yeah. Um like I said earlier, the Saints mm-hmm. are awful in the red zone. <laughs> they are so bad uh, Derek Carr looks lost and confused out there. They're uh, barely they, using a lot. They traded Will Lutz, and their their rookie kicker is missing everything. I have no idea. I mean, it's it's in New Orleans, but I have no idea why the the Saints are a, a favorite here. I'm taking Jags plus three all day. Mm-hmm. That's uh, great because
0: you're moving the line because I think it's one right now. Is that right? No, is that three oh, today? Plus no, three. looked today it's at plus three. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I,
2: I I almost had the money line, but I took the points to be safe. You know, yeah. it's, it's yeah, the NFL. Yeah. Anything can happen. True. Yeah. If they lose by a field goal, it still hits. Um, but yeah, that's my parlay. Plus 547. I'm going to take that. So
0: can you run through it one more time?
2: Yep. Yeah. So I got the Chargers Chiefs under 49 and a half. Mm-hmm. I got the Browns money line over the Colts. And then I had the Jags plus three against the Saints. That's a good. I
1: one. think I'm going to take it too.
2: Little, like little it. I feel good about it. Yeah. I feel good at $10. I'll throw in $10. $10 wins you $10.55. $5, $10, $5 <laughs> half of that. I don't know what that is. $27, yeah, 27.5 yeah. whatever. Yeah. I love but it. But I feel really good about it.
0: I so, love that. Tail with caution. I love that. We will now go to Mr. Incognito. We had a little talk because the man's been struggling a little bit. Yeah, well, he's been trying to pick upsets
1: well the that's whole the time. thing
0: so he's been going for the big hot takes he needs he needs
1: two locks and one upset i like that what so, so that? we mix
0: it up a little bit and he's got he's now just not going for all upsets but a couple locks okay i mean college football there's anything's up Dude, the college end. football who knows and there's no such thing as a guarantee so
5: what's up guys mr incognito back at it for another week <laughs> man another tough week couple close losses you know that's okay Got a couple good ones coming up for this week. So I'm going to start off with a lock of the week. I'm picking Alabama mm. to beat Tennessee. I don't think this one's going to be close. They're both ranked after what Tennessee did last year, the big hype they made around beating Alabama. You know, it was a big deal, but I think Alabama's just going to come in and, and manhandle Tennessee here. So I'm picking Alabama as my lock of the week. Uh, Upset-wise... I'd like to keep an eye on Utah playing USC, the fake USC rather. <laughs> um, Southern Cal did not look super great last mm-hmm. week against Notre Dame. They great got exposed. Picks. Utah beat Southern Cal twice last year. Southern Cal is a six and a half point favorite. I'm picking Utah to win this game.
3: Mm.
5: Another one I'd like to keep an eye on is uh Ole Miss traveling to Auburn. I think Auburn is a sneaky team. Ole Miss is good, but they've got to go into Auburn, a place where Auburn almost upset the Georgia Bulldogs. So, uh, I think big upset coming for the Auburn Tigers. Keep an eye out on that one. All right, guys, take this picks to, <laughs> to the bank. I'm, I'm taking to the bank.
0: Taking them to the bank. I'm putting in a parlay. <laughs> there you go. I'm taking them to a safety deposit box in the bank.
1: Yeah, I think it's FDIC insured.
0: <laughs> I uh I really like the Alabama Tennessee one.
1: So what's what's Tennessee ranked?
0: Alabama eleven, Tennessee seventeen. Mm-hmm. I uh I I do like that a lot though because Tennessee did make a big fuss of it last on year. Game? Another interesting game is Penn State though Ohio State.
1: Oh, I can't wait for that game. I, I like Penn State. I a think. lot of people are saying Ohio State's overrated. So
0: I, I've always think that I hate them.
1: But, I know, but a lot of people are saying that, so it'll be interesting to see because Penn State's a legit football team.
0: It'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens. Big Ten, though, right now with um, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. It's interesting. I They're the I, best five uh, conference. I think it's well, here's what's interesting about that. Because I've seen people talk about the SEC's garbage this year. Big Ten's really good. I think there's way more disparity, I guess, in the Big Ten, where you've got like these actual playoff contenders coming out, like cream of the crop, whatever. The SEC, I think, is very middle heavy. Mm. Like, I think there are a lot of good football teams in the SEC. Probably like
1: 30th ranked in the country. Yeah, like even like
0: take Georgia, for example. There are a lot of teams that I think they could lose to this whole year. Like even look at South Carolina against them. It's like they were down at half. Like there aren't as many cakewalks as I think that they have. And so it's interesting where the the best teams out there I think are – like I think – I kind of like Michigan over Georgia right now. I think Michigan might be a better team, but they're very close. That was the point. And then Ohio State and Penn State over there with them. Whereas if you took the middle, the SEC, I think, is going to like wipe the floor with the Big Ten right now. Yeah. So that's what's interesting there.
1: Well, and I think that definitely favors SEC teams, too, when they get to the playoffs, right? And instead of playing two or three good teams, they played eight.
0: Right. But it makes it so much harder to get to the playoffs.
1: That's true. But that's why SEC wins a lot, right? Georgia, Alabama, like SEC wins a lot. Can we talk about Bryce Harper now? I've been waiting this whole time. Oh Phillies are a
0: wagon, dude. I forgot we had that up. I wanted to just go straight to hockey here. Man, this is going to be a long episode because I'm depressed. (laughs) Before we get into the ALCS and NLCS, all three of the 100-win teams this year are out. They went 1-9 and in the Divisional Series. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Dare I say that the playoff system's broken.
3: No,
1: that's they all just I'm gonna can't say. Perform when the lights are brightest. It's that simple.
0: Oh yeah, because it's like a, we're doing 40 times, and we got some. that are doing a flying 40 at the running start, and some have to start the line at the beginning. Because that makes sense. You get to get hot I, at the end of the year, and then.
2: To back Joe, I have been seeing a ton of complaints about the the whole MLB playoff format. Yeah. You think it should be seven games, the divisional? I do. Yeah. I do.
0: I'm- to be clear, though, the Braves fumbled the back. They should have done yeah. better. Like, they, you, you they can't should. be the best I, team. I do it. agree
2: yeah. with you. It should be seven games. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they don't do it. I don't so, know.
1: what I was saying, the only reason why, essentially, is like in, in the, the, the year, it's like November, like the only time you play in November is the World Series. Or if you play
2: you know mm-hmm. in in november so they don't they just don't want it to they don't want to it
1: november? to because sh- they're saying if you add two more games essentially i forgot the, what math they did but that adds about a week then just start the season a week sooner right yeah but they're just like it's that that was the argument of only five was like if we push it back another week the
0: postseason yeah but it's like if there's 162 games in the season so what if you're starting a right. week too soon and they're not like warm yet like who cares at that point, it's like such a, no, long, season. Such
2: a long season you to yeah. only, you know, That's to a lose point. in the best of five. Gosh, it's a, it's a good again,
0: point. Again, I am more mad at the Braves than the playoff postseason structure. Yeah. It's interesting, though, that also the Orioles and the Dodgers, like all three of the best teams in the so, regular season are out. That's more of it. Mad at the Braves. I really
1: think, though, how tough is it for a team in the NFL, NHL, obviously the Bruins having a record season, the Braves having Mm -hmm. a record offensive season, I think there's just too much pressure on these teams when they have an unbelievable single season, right? one of the best ever. And then it's like all the pressure is on them to win a national or a championship or World Series or whatever. And the other team is hot to your point. They're hot and they have nothing to lose. They have
0: nothing to lose. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And the other one, there's pressure and they're sitting and waiting. It's like that is just, that's more of my thing. It's like that's a tough combination. But then it's tough. It's like, do you really think that really Houston, Texas, Philly, or Arizona is a better baseball team? Than the Braves or like the Bruins in last hockey season. It's oh like,
1: yeah, when the
2: Panthers, right? Panthers,
0: yeah, yeah, the Who, Panthers. I mean, I I, can I get watch it. every
1: game. By the I way, I can
2: get into it later. Big but the Panthers yeah. snuck in, made it to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. So I think sometimes it's better to fly under the radar. Yeah, and not you know you don't have any pressure on you to win. You're playing with house money at that point. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. Yeah,
0: but.
1: Yeah, that's, and pressure, dude, those lights get bright, too, in the in the playoffs, right? And
0: then that, I think, it just makes it that much harder than when you're not able to so, be hot and play, and you're having to stop, and you're thinking, and you're not, like, in the yeah. rhythm of anything.
1: And I completely see the argument. Like, I, I wouldn't hate to see Divisional be seven games. Mm. Like, I, you know, I completely see the argument, but the tough part is, man, I— Seven games. I still don't think the Braves played. Oh, out. no, that's what I'm saying. I'm
0: mad at the Braves first off. Like, yeah. they just didn't show up. They should have showed up.
1: And, dude, the Phillies are so, I mean, you saw, they're I just, so, I mean, they look so swore, good. Dude, Swarber hitting the first, I mean, first pitch of the game, or first, first pitch of the, of the, their, their bet, they were home, but first pitch of there.
0: But what makes me so frustrated is that's the way that the Braves were for months, the whole, like, regular yeah. season. It's like, yeah, they're really hot right now. It's like, Acuña would just like lead off the games with home runs. Like Riley and Olson went to back to back in almost every month except for October. Like Yeah. That's the way that the Phillies are, which I again, I was scared to play the Phillies because I knew they had that potential, but it's like the Braves yeah. just stopped doing it when it mattered, which is frustrating. But now all this to say, I'm the biggest Texas Ranger fan <laughs> and the biggest Arizona Diamondbacks got a Gamecock on the team too. Yeah. Christian. Well, actually, both of those because Jordan Montgomery and then uh, Christian Walker.
2: Gotcha. So, I uh, I like my boy, Nathan Evaldi. Dude, he's nasty. <laughs> uh, but I am rooting for the Phillies just because I put a, a parlay
0: with them. <laughs> but, Conflict of interest there. Yeah, yeah. fair yeah. enough, fair enough. I, I,
1: Me and dad are thinking about, because his favorite team is the Phillies. My my dad's, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. Um, and so my uncle, granddad, you know, dad, they're all big, big Phillies sports fans. Yeah. And if the Phillies make the World Series, I think we're going to try to we're going to try to snag a
2: ticket. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: that'd, that'd be electric. The Rangers are 2-0 against Houston, which I cannot stand the Astros. And then the only team that I can't stand more than the Astros are the Phillies. Yeah. So let's go I, Diamondbacks. I, Let's I go will D-backs. say
2: I, I typically do not root for Philly. Yeah. Philly uh, you just have Philly a financial sports. interest at I this just, point. Exactly. I'm, I'm invested in them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm uh, supporting if you them right now. You have right a fiduciary now, but, duty at this point. But other than that, I don't like Philly at all.
1: I would love to see a Rangers-Phillies World Series. I don't do know. Do I like I the Rangers? I feel like it's the Phillies year, though. I, really I'm, I'm, I, I didn't
0: think I wanted the Rangers to get hot. I didn't think they were, though. Yeah, well, they, I mean. Because you know. they fumbled the bag into the regular season. It's like the the flip side of the other ones that had to get hot. Yeah. Um, so anyway, game two right now, that'll be interesting to see.
1: Let's talk NHL for a second. NHL. Huh?
0: I want to become an NHL fan. I've got a team. Obviously, the Canes, kind of close, gritty team. I've turned on the alerts on ESPN. So that's how you know that it's oh. it's like I'm trying to make it happen. Okay. The
2: Canes are very good. If you know, right now if you're jumping on the the Canes wagon, uh they are they are top three team in the NHL.
0: That's so I've got a buddy who lives in Raleigh. He's big yeah. on them, he's been following him, he's like, they're gritty, you like they're the way so they play. Good. But it feels daunting to like be a newbie at a sport yeah. and start to get into it.
2: I mean, when the Capitals won the
0: their Stanley Cup in 2018, uh-huh.
2: everybody became a Capitals fan.
0: <laughs> I remember, well, that's what's interesting. Is I, yeah. I remember watching a couple games before then. And any game that I've ever watched, I'm like, hockey's cool. Like, yeah. I, like Dude, hockey.
2: and I, I have you ever been to a live hockey game?
0: Yeah, so I went to, like, minor league hockey. Okay. They used to have a team in Columbia. And then I actually had, which is interesting in South Carolina, like a couple friends that grew up playing hockey. And so I'd go to their, even, like, high school games were fun. Like, it's just, yeah. like, I like it. I just yeah, I right. haven't followed it.
2: Dude, hockey, I will say live hockey is I've been at every every major uh, sporting event. Uh-huh. Hockey is by far like the most fun sporting event. Everybody gets rowdy. You know, you can you, you can really hear mm-hmm. like the difference between like there's a huge difference between going to a game and just watching it on TV. Everybody looks so much faster. You can hear the hits. I mean, depending on how close you're sitting, you can hear the chirps. Like, you, you actually feel like you're you're involved when you go to a hockey game.
0: Sounds you like know, we need to go to a game. It's yeah.
2: indoor. Dude, there's so much fun to go we to. We should go like, to a game. Let's go to a game. And, uh, I mean, like I said, the like the league is so skilled right now. Like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know, a lot of bigger guys, uh, slower guys, uh-huh. big checks. It was kind of like a... uh it's kind of a, a bigger, slower league. They've... The whole league has kind of changed. And would last you say it's years? kind of like
0: almost parallel with football where it used to be obviously like more in the trenches, exactly. Like now you got a, heaven. Now it's like now you got a moms.
2: bunch of water bugs out there just skating mm-hmm. around like
0: water bunks. Is that a hockey term? <laughs> I like that. I've also watched Letter Kenny, and Shoresy, so I've uh, got that going for okay, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two great shows. Um and you know it's just getting it's getting quicker, it's getting mm-hmm. more skilled every single year. They have—obviously, you've probably heard about Connor Bedard. Yeah, he man. is everything as advertised and more. Wow. This kid is going to take over the world of the hockey. The world by storm. Of hockey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's only played uh, three games in the uh-huh. NHL, obviously. He's on one of the worst teams in the league. But they've done a good job building around him. They they picked up veterans like Taylor Hall, Nick Felino from my Bruins. Uh, we basically traded them away for, for nothing because— Love that. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> but uh, Corey Perry— uh, they, he, they've surrounded him with a lot of veterans, mm-hmm. uh, where he, he can continue to grow and, and learn from some of the best players in the league. He's going to be obviously a generational talent. Um, he scored his first goal against the Bruins, his, his second game in seems like everybody scores their first goal against the Bruins. I know Crosby <laughs> did. He's been like the next brightest thing to Connor McDavid. He's a beast, right? Center. Connor McDavid. Oilers. Is Oilers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Center for the Oilers. VHL. Yeah, get Yeah. Um, Connor McDavid's the, the best mm-hmm. hockey player on the planet right now. He's, okay. he's unreal. Um, but he's, he's the next biggest thing. I, I feel so bad for the kid though. He's been, I mean, he's been under the spotlight since yeah. he was like 14, 15. He's, he's got so much pressure on him. He scored his first goal against the Bruins and the TNT broadcast put, uh, the, uh, the Gretzky goal record immediately against, by- against it. Yeah. They go Connor Bedard, one Gretzky, 867, whatever yeah, he's that's, at. That's no, tough. He's always in the media. They,
0: that's crazy to get immediately compared to him.
2: It's yeah. it's insane. But that's how good this kid is projected
0: to be. Then, like, along with him, what would be, like, these big storylines or things to follow? Like, yeah, you got there, him coming to the league, getting compared to Wayne There's
2: Kretzky. Yeah, there's a ton of storylines to follow. So the Bruins, they just had the, the best regular season mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. The most wins, most points. Um, that was the most fun season I had ever had watching hockey. They... I mean, it, it sucks. There's no money in the NHL for, for signing. Uh-huh. So, oh, so you, wow. you saw all these studs who were hoping to get a big payday. They're, you know, they're finally a UFA. Uh, and the most any team could offer them, like, was one, two mil for a one-year deal. Wow. There's no salary cap because of the uh, the COVID restraints from 2020. They're, they're still uh, trying to, to make revenue off that. But it's projected to go up $4.5 next year, which Whoa. is the... the Biggest jump that I can remember, uh, the salary caps at 82 and a half right now. It's supposed to go oh, to 86 wow. or 87 next year. And then even the year after potentially 90. Um, so mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of players on bargain deals right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just one year deals, just waiting for next year when hopefully the salary cap goes up. Interesting. Um,
1: kind of like the nba recently last few years where they were like, right
2: yeah and in the, the atlantic which is the bruins mm-hmm. division you've seen the same teams in the playoffs every year you've got the bruins you've got the maple leafs you've got the lightning you've got the panthers this year i think you're going to see a bit of a change there there's there's been teams knocking at the door you've got the the sabers uh the buffalo sabers the detroit red wings and the ottawa senators and they've all been rebuilding for years mm-hmm. so they're all trying to make that push you've seen uh, you've seen a lot of talent regress from uh, some of the top teams. Obviously, the Bruins We the Bruins lost a lot of uh, talent last year just because of the cap restraints. Uh, Tampa Bay, they've taken a couple steps back. You know, they won two cups in a row. They went to a third Stanley Cup final. With that success, people mm-hmm. are going to get paid more. They're going to find other deals. And then the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs are, are definitely a team you have to follow this year. The Maple Leafs historically have not... They've they've been a great regular season team, Mm -hmm. but they always fan out in the playoffs. They actually just uh, got past the first round last year for the first time in, I think, 30 years, 30-something years. Wow! And they have one of the—I mean, their offense is so elite. Austin Matthews, a center for the Maple Leafs, scored back-to-back hat-tricks opening night. So first and second game, back-to-back hat-tricks. No way. Has only ever been done twice in NHL history.
0: Back to back in general or back to back in opening? Back to back in opening.
2: If there's a team I would recommend to, you know, kind of pique your interest in hockey or just, you know, you want to watch mm-hmm. a fun game, watch the Maple Leafs. I hate them as a Bruins fan, but they yeah. are a fun team to watch. They have a lot of goals. So much offensive power, lots of goals. Bet the over. I love goals. Yeah. Um,
0: over. I love the over. Yeah. You wouldn't believe the, it from two unders yeah. this week, but yeah, I love the overs.
2: Over. Yeah. And goals. Overs and hockey are great. Any sport, yeah. honestly. And sweating out unders
0: in hockey. Is <laughs> awful it's
1: yeah so it's, so prediction who do you think's gonna win the stanley cup this year if you had one one shot who do you think
0: or the, how about this give us four teams okay and give us what would make them win it and what would be the thing that keeps them from winning it if that Ooh,
2: makes sense okay yeah um so first uh the toronto maple leafs this their roster is the most stacked roster okay. i've ever seen
0: so in in terms of like resources and potential They've got to be like the heavy. They
2: are in. yeah. They they have the offensive power to put uh-huh. up six, seven goals every single game. Yeah. Their Achilles heel is their defense and their goaltending is not okay. is not great. I'll go two east and two west. Um also in the east, in the Metro Division, which is the, the other division outside of the Atlantic. Um, the New Jersey Devils. They've oh. got this they've got this kid named Jack Hughes. Mm-hmm. This guy floats on the ice. I swear. This guy is he, he is such a stud. I would say he's the the next up and coming Sidney Crosby. Oh, wow. essentially <laughs> one for Bedard. And they had
3: they've
2: yeah, yeah they've they built the team really well. They've got a couple first round picks in the last couple years. They got Nico Heisher. Got Jack Hughes. Um, their Achilles' heel, I guess, would be they're they're a very young team. Mm-hmm. They're not very old, so. In the NHL, you, you kind of need veterans to that, who have been there t- yeah. because, I mean, it's such a fast game. You, Is you it need hard experience. to like pick up
0: a vet midseason, or how's that work normally? No,
2: like? not really. I mean, it's just about finding the right vet. You know, yeah. you got to find players that have been there who mm-hmm. have, you know, who have lost in the Stanley Cup Finals, who have played in the playoffs.
0: They like fit what your team. Right, needs.
2: a fourth line player who can kind of muck it up a little bit. Um, hmm. So yeah, I guess they they made the playoffs last year for the first time in I think a couple years. Uh, they got to the second second or third round.
0: Um, so like, they got a stud, but they're young.
2: They got lots of studs, but they're lots young. Of studs, yeah, lots of studs, young. So yeah, got been one firepower, for a while.
0: no defense yeah. or less defense. Right. Another one studs, but young studs. Right. Exactly. All right, I like this.
2: Uh, out West, I will say, I'll go back to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think Vegas, they probably have the best team down the middle center-wise. They've mm-hmm. got four great centers. Um, they won the Stanley Cup last year. Yeah. They've got Bruce Cassidy, former Bruins coach, um, who we let go, unfortunately. First Not year Bruins let him go, he he goes and wins the Stanley Cup. Funny how that Steve works. works. Jeez. Uh, but a great coach. Um, they got Jack Eichel from the Sabres a couple years ago. Uh, they got Mark Stone. They got a lot of vets. They mm-hmm. got a lot of uh, young players as well. Uh, they're they're built for the playoffs. Um, I think I I actually don't have anything to knock them for. I think well, they're they're a very solid team. Okay. They won the Stanley Cup last year on their third or fourth string goalie. Wow. So if that says anything, going back out west, I would have to go with Colorado. Okay. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche. They won the Cup two years ago. Um, they've got Kale McCarr on the back end, probably the best defensemen in the league in my opinion maybe beside victor hedman with tampa bay um but they're they're built to win Mm -hmm. stanley cup they got nathan mckinnon they got all the talent around them um those would be my my four teams sweet their their weakness i guess playing vegas they're gonna have to match up against them eventually one of the Mm -hmm. teams is gonna have to lose you know it's it's tough out there Out, out west there's there's those three giants there's Edmonton Oilers, uh, Colorado Avalanche, and then there's the right. Las Vegas Golden Knights. I think any any one of those three mm. teams could win the Stanley Cup. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to have to play each other at some point. Man,
0: and there's only one can one go winner. on. So Only one. I'm in. I'm wanting to watch. What is the thing that you're going to leave our listeners and myself and Christian that's going to get us fired we'll up for Fired up, actually? What do we need to know?
2: My thing is, I mean, I'm watching the NHL every day. If yep. There's games every day. there's multiple games every day. You can pick the be- best game that's on. There's there's a superstar in every single team. Just throw the, the game on if you're if you know if you're not doing anything, it just sit down and watch it. Uh it's it's a fast-paced game, you know, it's not like football where, you know, you got a play and then you stop. A play and then you stop. Right. It's just that's it's continuous like movement. Yeah. You see fights. There's you know, you've had I actually think so, you know, a couple uh like two Two three decades ago, it was um, maybe even a decade ago. There were a lot of bigger players. Like I said, you saw a lot more fighting. I think the NHL might be trying to weed out fighting a little bit. Boo! But yeah. Boo! I know. I think it's making a comeback this year. I think.
3: Oh, that's all I, I think oh. fighting
2: is going to be at an all time high this year. Oh. You have seen teams like you've seen teams build, not build, but you've you've seen a lot of. Uh, cup contending teams uh-huh. go out and pick up an enforcer specifically oh, for playoffs that's so sick. because you, that is sick you saw the Bruins the Bruins had the best regular season of all time you know I had so much confidence in that in that team we were up 3-1 against the Panthers oh, that's right and we got absolutely bullied by them yeah And the thing I love about this Bruins team you know I'm not as as high on them as I yeah. as I have been in previous years but we've injected a lot of youth in our lineup because we have to. We have to get some of these new players uh-huh. in just because of the salary cap. Uh, But we also picked up We picked up like four great signings for league minimum, like I said, um, who are all over six 6'2". You know, they're big guys. They're kind of taking the Panthers approach. We're 2-0. and You can make a playoff run. Right? We could make a playoff run. We could yeah. pull the Panthers like last yeah, year. Exactly. We could go on a deep run. Play some good defense. Maybe win. we make the Stanley Cup finals. The, the 2011 Bruins, uh, they won the Stanley Cup. They're they're labeled the big bad Bruins because they just bullied everybody. Yeah, they won the cup. Man, I love that about so, hockey. I mean, the the NHL it's it's my favorite sport. I I love watching it. It's a lot of fun. Um, you see big hits. You know, lots of fighting. Do you Hopefully think? Hopefully, lots
1: of goals. Goals are also at an yeah. All- goals time are high. awesome. An NHL goal, it's like it's so and they're, sick. they're
2: at an all time high. Everybody's scoring Man. now. So. so fighting and goals, what more you want?
1: Yeah, we gotta I, I gotta start that. watching more hockey. Well, now that I'm fired up. Let's do some some single game accomplishments here. Yeah. Because as, draft. As someone who has hit 7 bombs in a game, right? 7 dingers. As someone in his life? Yeah. No, not in my not life. Even. <laughs> I, been, I, I hit a couple in low league, but I don't know, I don't know mm-hmm. if that counts. But the most fun single game accomplishments could be
0: any sports. I yeah. Any could be NHL, the best, but also the ones that are just they get you fired up.
1: NFL, MLB, you name it, coming in first, Scott's on the pod, and as we do with guests on the pod, they first get the pick. first
2: overall pick.
0: And then I take pick number two because it's an even episode, yeah, and I then you're coming you're in through.
5: <laughs>
2: awesome. Well, I'm fired up for that uh, because I wasn't sure if either of you had this on, on your list uh, as a Boston fan. I had to have it on there. So number 1, I'm going with the uh goalie goal. Oh dude, oh, I wanted that number 1. Yeah. It's That's it's only one. happened a couple times in history, most recently from the Bruins goalie, Linus
0: Olmark, last year. In hockey or soccer itself, so
2: Yeah, too. It's so sick. It's it's crazy because you you would think it happens more, you know, teams are always pulling yeah. their their goalie, but you got to you have to clear it over everybody. And then right. on top of that, you have to, you know, you have to be accurate with yeah. it, it's got to have enough speed. And the word they were
0: saying is fun, and like, what's more that's fun so than fun. a goalie scoring right. a goal? Like, that's cool. Yeah, that, that
2: gets the crowd going, even if it's oh, uh, against yeah. your team. All right, I'll
0: pick two. I'm gonna do a perfect game. Same thing with like the crowd. Two things I love mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> two things I love about it. What like the anticipation that's building throughout the game as people are like. Keep talking. Now we now we can't talk about it. Like act normal. Keep going. And then the fact that it takes your whole team rallying around you and like almost every perfect game, there are these diving catches that are coming in late where like the rest of the team's stepping up. Like that's cool to me.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go with I gotta go to my roots. Hole in one. I think a hole in one has got to be. From a Dude. single golf game, Shit. one of the coolest things.
0: Make it a hole in one on a par four too. There's only been one PGA golfer I think who's ever done that on tour. Dude,
1: there's yeah, it, it happens. So I've heard of a couple people doing it.
0: Well, I, I think people done, but like on a, in a tour event, I think there's only been one right. person do it. Well, but either way, that's I had a that great on the
2: pick. League. Yeah. Like
0: electric. Again, it's not like the most rare one. Right. But, I mean, but it's very rare, rare
2: That's yeah. That's a great pick. Uh, number two, I am going to go with a penalty shot or a shootout game winning goal? Ooh. Going back to hockey, like I said it's my bread and butter. You got the you've got the the entire stadium, the the eyes are on you, your teammates eyes are on you, everybody's eyes are on you. You hit a couple quick uh quick deeks. Ooh. Oof. And deeks. Uh have you I'm sure you guys have seen penalty shots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They're electric. They're awesome. That's so
0: cool. Yeah. Um I'm going to go with a 100 point game in basketball. Ooh. Okay. It's it's a little bit less t- – I, I almost didn't do it because it's, like, so rare, obviously, right. like, once. But it's, like, triple digits. Like, just imagine. That would be the most fun day of your life if you're just draining back, like, buckets left and right. That's fair. Like, yeah, just imagine yourself doing it. It'd be hard to do or mm-hmm. have more fun than that.
1: Yeah. So, number two, I kind of wanted to go cycle, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm just going to go 4 yayas, mm-hmm. four bombs in a baseball game. It's only been done a few times. And just to step up four consecutive yeah. at-bats, bomb. bomb, bomb. I mean, just like that's got to be so Who was so the last time that was done? It's a great question. I think it was four a few years a ago. Um, Do you remember who? I don't remember who.
0: I mean closest I've ever dreamed of was three bombs in a softball game and I felt like I was on top yeah. of the world in men's church league slow pitch softball I can't imagine <laughs> in the show that happened That's there's 18
1: cool players who have hit four home runs in a game in MLB history Ooh. yeah every last... cycle's fun but four home runs J.D. Martinez with Ooh, the oh mm. 2017
0: dang wow yep.
1: JD? that was the last one
0: man Side note on them, I was just listening to a clip. It was like from end of September of him and uh Mookie Betts talking about Acuna. And when he hit the 121 mile an hour home run, they're like, we looked up and we're like, that that's a mistake, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we went and looked at the iPad and was like, nope, it says 121. That's crazy.
2: And my last and final pick, I'm gonna go with a no-hitter. Oh yeah, no hitter. Stick to good. baseball.
0: Another yeah. baseball one coming in here for three for me. The unassisted triple play.
2: I almost did that one.
1: I'm going to end this one because we talked about hockey for the first time, yeah. right? Arguably in our pod's history. I think a hat trick in hockey. It's one of the most exciting things. And I want to come to you guys. Even more than soccer? Even more than soccer. Wow. And I want to come to you guys with a little trivia here. Uh Uh-huh. What's the fastest hat trick in NHL history? Oh, wow. The fastest one. It is 21
0: seconds. No. No. Three goals. Is this like... NHL? Are we talking Little League hockey here? That's not the NHL. NHL fastest?
2: It's got to be 1905. Goalies wore Nothing. Like that'll probably never be broken. Having a hat trick in the NHL isn't like or insane as is. Doing like three in half a um, less than half a minute. Yeah, is
0: incredible. Uh, I couldn't even skate across the ice. <laughs> not 20 even, 20 seconds. Seconds. Can't
2: even. His name was
1: Bill Mosienko. Mozienko. I don't know. Is he in the Guinness Chicago, book? Yes, Chicago Blackhawks against wow. the New York Rangers. Okay,
0: March twenty wow.
2: third. 1952. Wow, that's crazy. Wonder if they threw the hats back then. Hey, they had to. That's had when to. they started it. It's pretty yeah. electric. <laughs> yeah.
0: They were shocked. They just like flabbergasted. People just start yeah. throwing all my it.
2: stuff. Take <laughs> yeah. it.
0: You just like vomit everywhere. People the wind would... from the speed that he was going back and forth just blew their hats yeah. off. A couple other fun ones though: 250 yard rushing game. Ooh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, and then a quadruple double. Yeah, by David Robinson. Like that's yeah, even. I mean, obviously, it's cooler than a triple double. But
1: I almost did bicycle kick goal.
0: Mm, I almost did Ooh, bend it like Beckham. Cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's sick. Yeah, the, the Beckham. I watched the documentary. That was sexy. I, it I've like started
0: Beckham. it because of. I've only heard good things about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, episode forty two. Scott, thank you for joining. Yeah, thank you Another for having one.
0: me. I can't wait to watch some hockey.
1: Oh me either. Get I'm gonna go boys. right now. And it's watch NHL's up. greatest. It's heating highlights. Up. It's going on right NHL's now. NHL's greatest. Yeah.
3: Peace. peace.